It's the Odd Drunk Podcast, a very strange podcast, the drunkest show in the world. It's Jackson and Colton talking out of their ass. We don't care as long as drinks are poor. Sometimes we have our friends here. We will talk about anything. Anything. We don't care as long as we have beer. And if you let that whiskey ring. All right, everybody, welcome to a red hot episode of the Odd Drunk Podcast. Uh, yes. A hot, fresh, steaming bowl of review for none other than the Book of Boba Fett. This is hot yeah. and fresh. The episode just came out on Wednesday. And um, we had another thing planned. In fact, we had an entirely different episode planned to release this week, but we're pushing that back. Yeah, because. After these last few episodes of Boba Fett, the show, we want to get this ep- Boba Fett and Friends review out for y'all real quickly because we know got to talk about that, it. You know, every time a, a a Star Wars thing happens, everyone thinks I can't wait to hear what Jackson and Colton have to think about it. Yeah, have even though we only that. talked about Star Wars once on this podcast, and that wasn't really anything. <laughs> I think the last Star Wars thing we tried to talk about why well, wasn't there but it was supposed to be on the sequel trilogy oh yeah and then yeah. it just ended up being you and tristan just fan fanboying over the prequels and just like kind of going on the tangent <laughs> yeah yeah and it ended with me suggesting that uh keanu reeves should play reprise as well as john wick in a star wars movie oh yeah <laughs> And it should just I be, remember that it should just be a John Wick movie. I remember, but with stormtroopers. I remember listening to that commentary just to see. Okay, well they got up. What are they up to with Star Wars? And yeah, I got to the John Wick discussion. I can't remember what that episode is, but it's the only other Star Wars one we do. So if you want more Star Wars action that yeah. gets into John Wick talk, yeah, I don't remember what uh, else we talked about can, on that. Um, <laughs> We yeah, did, we, you did can do that. we did something for Star Wars on uh, May the 4th, though. Was that, that that episode? I think so. All right. I don't know. <laughs> I think the only Star Wars thing we did was, like, maybe we covered a little bit of Star Wars news, and that's about it. Maybe. But anyways, yeah. <laughs> this is very special to me because this is our first Star Wars show or movie that we're mm-hmm. covering. Yeah. Not just the concept. And not just John Wicking in it. Yeah. John Wicking we're, we're, it. We're given Star Wars our Marvel treatment. Although Keanu Reeves would be a great Darth Revan. Yeah, you know what else he would be good as? John Wick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a Star Wars story? He would be good as that. <laughs> what if John Wick 4 was time John, po- t- John okay. Wick, a Star Wars story? It's a time travel movie initially. Yeah. The Russians have a time machine... Yada yada yada. John mm-hmm. Wick kills some guys. There's a Ooh, pencil. Yeah, the John Wick four can end with he gets multiverse tra- like portaled into another universe, and he and then he shows then up and he, um he shows up and there's like Star Wars stuff, and it turns out John Wick is Revan. You could do that, yeah. but I also like the idea of John Wick showing up. Let's say, um. <laughs> Maybe a new hope with the Ewoks. Oh yeah. Oh no, not that's not New Hope. Return Jedi. Yeah. And he just has a human gun. 
<laughs> yeah, like the, he just uh, has like luck. I just like the idea of that. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm well. I'm imagining maybe you know John Wick shows up in the Star Wars universe, and you know he realizes he can't get back get get back. So he's like, oh, I can finally retire from being an assassin, and he adopts like a porg, mm, and, and then, then some gangsters kill the porg, <laughs> the Pikes, and you know, and then John Wick, John Wick movie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> Great, and yes, just a Glock. Yeah, 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 <laughs> and a shotgun. <laughs> yeah. And he, he's not taking out the Empire or anything like that. No. It's like a crime syndicate of uh, uh, what's uh, what's those weird guys that play in the band? Maybe the band Max. Uh, uh well, there's Max Rebo. There's also Figure and Dan in the modal notes. Maybe someone from Max um, Rebo's band shot his porg. Oh, shoot. Yeah. <laughs> so he's just and killing all these puppets and, and innocent looking creatures. Just a bunch of shotgun. I mean, <laughs> I mean, on that note, I would also really like to see Keanu Reeves star in an action movie where all the extras are Muppets. <laughs> that would be fun, too. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. They should just start having fun with John. The idea of John Wick in other genres and yeah, movies, in other media <laughs> shows. Put him in. Uh, put him in Sex in the City. Or I, don't, I don't care. Or if, it. or if they finally did that, <laughs> that Office revival everyone wants. The last twenty minutes can be John Wick. <laughs> just, <laughs> just well, not killing all the characters of the Office, but just like John Wick. I feel like him and Creed would have something going on. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe, maybe John Wick. And he would shoot Dwight in the kneecap. <laughs> with Agent Michael Scorn. <laughs> yes. Um. Yes. But he would shoot <laughs> Dwight in the kneecap. I didn't see that coming. Yeah. And then Dwight would be like, that was actually a very tactical, <laughs> like smart shot. <laughs> Even though he's in pain. Yeah. But anyways, uh, <laughs> some may say the John Wick of Star Wars is actor Keanu Reeves, but I say the John Wick of Star Wars is Boba Fett. He's always yeah. been. Yeah. The cool guy in the background, mysterious guy, and then and, something happens to him, and he goes on this big quest. Yeah, and I know Mandalorian's kind of stole the spotlight. Also, a bit, yeah. But I don't know. Boba Fett, Tamora Morrison, is he can be scary when he wants no, I love him as Boba Fett. <laughs> Although I I do admire the, admire the original um actor, the original yeah. voice for Boba Fett because that's before they had the clone idea and everything. Mm-hmm. So he could just be anybody. Yeah. And in the holiday special, which we did think about doing for Christmas. Yep. Glad we didn't. But maybe one day. I still have it on the <laughs> computer. But George Lucas what now that now that they know everyone knows I have a copy on my computer. George Lucas is probably going to kick down my door <laughs> and like smash my computer. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, Boba Fett actually first appeared in the holiday special. Yeah. And what's funny, he's riding like a dinosaur, mythosaur? That's not a mythosaur. I don't, I don't think that was a thing yet. I don't remember. But he's yeah. definitely riding a dinosaur, but he also very much looked like how Mando looks. With like the yeah, he has silver, silver helmet, helmet and like and the, the rifle, yeah, like the prong rifle, which is really interesting. And I know they were inspired by like, but um, but yeah, the book of Boba Fett just finished season finale. 
And I want to get in. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we can post some. That would be a great picture to post. Yeah. It's a, yeah. It's not a mythosaur. It's a, it's a weird. But they had to get the mythosaur idea from that. Or partially, right? Dinosaur We've never thing. seen a mythosaur in canon, right? No, no. Uh, just, in, just in Legends. It's always just talked about a little bit. Yeah. But he does end up. Okay. Wait, 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 wait. I got to stop myself. This is going to be a spoiler review. But what we will do, we will give just a general non-spoiler review. So yeah. uh, I want to hear, what do you think of the show as a whole? I think it had a really slow start. Like the first, it didn't pick up until like the fourth episode. Oh, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> yeah, it did not. That is true. But like the last But I episode. did forget about something crucial. Oh, yeah. What are we drinking today? Uh, I, you have I, something familiar. Yeah, it's a uh, Senor Piña uh from uh Cerveceria Colorado. Is that what they're It's uh and it's a pineapple blondale. Yeah, I've had that and I've had Venga before, or Venga. Yeah, that's a better one. This is I that's think uh this is good, but it, it uh I don't know, it's not as it's not as sweet as you'd expect it to be. Mm. But it's pretty good. I like the design. It's very festive, very um, Cinco de Mayo, you know. Yeah. Oh, I was I was at the store trying to think of what Boba Fett would drink, and uh, you know, I was thinking like Boba Fett might drink whiskey, or like a really strong IPA that like that like one of those fuck you IPAs. But then I thought, actually, no, he probably only drinks that when he wants to look cool. When he's by himself, he probably drinks like. Margaritas, <laughs> maybe Coronas with a lime. Oh yeah, yeah. 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 On the so, beach, uh, he he's probably <laughs> so, he's got his beach. So I thought I'd get this uh, festive looking pineapple. His beach beer. armor variant. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's just him and his helmet and a speedo. The real question is maybe jetpack. Would the speedo be red, green, or yellow? Because those are the colors on his armor. White with red hearts. Oh. Nothing to do with his armor. Classic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> now I'm just imagining so I'm... Tamora Morrison in a Speedo. Yeah. And it's not a fun thing to imagine. <laughs> Maybe Mando's out surfing. Yeah. <laughs> but I am drinking... Um, I got some wine here, some red Ooh. wine. And it is... Um, it's a unique one, but it's called Chami, or Chummy, or Chami, from Western Cape, South Africa, hmm. 2020. South Africa, friends are often, and this is from Bottle, and I, I like the design here, too. Oh, yeah. This tribal. That is a cool design. But, um, and I, well, I'll explain later. In South Africa, friends are often referred to as Chamis. Wise beyond its years, the Chami is an old soul. Complex notes as cranberry, strawberry, tar cherry, and violet. Cape Town street artist Anwar David Davids. <laughs> I said Davids. Um, <laughs> Anwar Davids designed this label as an expression of the old soul Chami. And um, yeah, it doesn't really. Is it a sin salt? 
I don't know. I've never had this kind of wine. I, I every once in a while uh, come across. But I really enjoy it. Every once in a while I come across a bottle of wine where it's a type of wine. I don't even know how to pronounce it. It's got um some sweetness to it, but you know it's still dry at the end. You know, it's still I bought wine. a I bought like a Greek wine like yeah. a while back, and I I I didn't I I never heard of the type of wine, but it's like a type of wine. That I bought. But yeah, it's almost it's basically if you got like a Cabernet Sauvignon Blanc or like a Merlot, and then. Put a little sangria notes in there. Ooh, yum. So it's got those fruity notes, but it still tastes like a rich, you know, yeah. deep wine. <laughs> I've been drinking for a little bit. Boba today. Fett probably um, drinks sangria, too. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. Really strong sangria. And I've yeah, also got um, more of the Boom Boo rum or Boom Boo rum <laughs> from Barbados. You know, that nice sweet rum, almost liqueur, but still rum. Yeah, it's and good, good stuff. the remains of a wine you've lended to me, sweet the sweet berry wine. Yep, and it's got this fellow on it. Don't know who. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I couldn't figure out what type of wine it was. But it's 2018 red wine, <laughs> and it's from California. Wow, of course. Yeah. No, but um, yeah, I've been drinking a lot more wine lately, because uh, I got this cool wine subscription. Thirty bucks for four bottles. Nice. Um, and wine subscription mailing company. If you want me to mention your name, sponsor us. Then I'll mention you. <laughs> yeah. You don't get the you get, don't get that <laughs> shout out until you spot send us yeah, some yeah. free wine. Yeah, free yeah free wine would be nice. But no, yeah, I do a quiz and they <laughs> cater to your palate, your flavors. They ask you if you like chocolate and whatever. Yeah, and fruits. I've and thought about looking and like, into oh, do you like red wine or white wine? And I like red wine, so yeah. There's a website that uh, it's it's fairly new website that uh, you can order liquor on, <laughs> which is great. Um, learned about it on a how to drink. We could get a lot more unique him. drinks that way. We could that yeah. aren't available to us <laughs> locally, so that might be a good thing to consider. But yeah, yeah. Mm. I figure I've been having a lot of beer. Lately, so I have just to go with the wine. I have to. Um, but anyways, back to the book of Boba Fett. It's not really a book, is it, Colton? No, it's actually a TV. show. And I never see him writing in a book. No, I, I'm not sure he knows how to read. Unless I, I assume he does. I've but been watching some Star I've Wars. I've been watching some Star Wars theory videos lately, and I know there's this whole theory that the Book of the Wills is actually. Basically, like the script, the story for Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and that the Force is basically plot armor that the writers put in. So, calling it Book of Boba uh, Fett, yeah. maybe that's just a particular part of the Book of the Wills that we are mm-hmm. just watching an adaptation of. Yeah, I don't know. I never called that's it exactly why it's called Book of Boba Fett. Like, yeah. I, I know why it's called. Why has Boba Fett in the name? Yeah, he's in it a little I, bit. I understood that part. Um, <laughs> yeah. The book part is what I don't get. But uh, yeah, before we <laughs> get into anything substantial, could you? Yeah, what do you think? I mean, I know you were going on earlier. Yeah, I think it's uh, the, it starts out slow. Not bad. I think some of the things that a lot of Star Wars fans were freaking out about and getting up and complaining about, I think people were being a little dramatic. No, yeah, but when it was I actually. Slow. 
yeah, when I w- watched that one episode they talked about with the like cyber, oh, the, the cyberpunk people, people. Yeah. I was like, whatever. Is this... And They're they, not even and, like main. And they characters. didn't include Keanu Reeves as Johnny Silverhand. True. Well, Jeez. I don't know if I'm bring up that game, <laughs> but um, but yeah, I mean, um, but those last few episodes, those last couple. Of oh episodes, yeah, those are like pure Star Wars. It's like, like starting on like episode four, yeah, about five, four, especially before it starts to pick up. But episode five, six, six, yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, it just becomes really like Star good. Wars galore. Like, yeah. Well, it's uh, the most Star. Like they basically were like, let's get the most Star Wars and jam it into these it just, episodes. Those episodes just felt like John Favreau and Dave Filoni just had a bunch of action figures, and we're just playing with them. Yeah, like a kid plays with Star Wars action figures. It felt so good. And though. then that's how they wrote the script. <laughs> <laughs> not saying it's bad. Yeah. <laughs> not saying it seems it was, like it's just kids playing it was back. Just fun. But it's just so fun. So Star Wars, yeah. like all these different characters that you didn't think would interact and so on. And yeah, it's a, I think it, yeah, it starts slow. <laughs> um, especially if the beginning plot, which I do admire and I see like as I like, relevance, I like parts of the early episodes, but, but you know, I, I kind of stopped watching it after episode two because I didn't have much time to be watching shows. Yeah. But I gave it another try, and once episode five came out, because mm-hmm. I saw some spoilers for that, I was like, oh, shit, I got to watch this because <laughs> there's a thing in that episode Yeah, that's really cool, really yeah. rad. Yeah, there's a few <laughs> things in that episode. But <laughs> Oh, yeah. But yeah, I mean, yeah, I think it started out a bit slow, but I think some of the complaints that f- I've seen from a lot of fans, I think they're big overreactions. Yeah, and people some, are being dramatic. Well, they're just overreactions. Some of them are nitpicky. Yeah. Some of them are just <sighs> God. It's basically like the best way to explain it is like Star Wars fans wanting a particular thing to happen that doesn't happen, and then they go up in arms. Yeah, it's even though an equally good thing happens. It's like people were getting upset, and then I, I watched the episode, and I know, that, and I'm just like, I see why people are upset, but I think they're overreacting. I think yeah. it's not that big of a deal. Like, I don't hate it. I actually, I did like the early episodes. They were just slow. Um, As far as Star Wars stuff goes, and we'll probably do a ranking at some point, but don't count on it anytime soon. But, um, because we got to wait for Obi-Wan Kenobi to come out. We oh, wait yeah. For Ahsoka. <laughs> <laughs> but, um. May. I feel like as far as Star Wars stuff goes, especially the TV shows, I would put it a l- tiny bit below Mandalorian season one, yeah, but far below Mandalorian season two, yeah. But it's still those last couple episodes. Those were, are like the best Star Wars that those ever. Were Star good, Wars, good solid episodes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if it, it's just the show as a whole, which we're evaluating, not just a couple episodes. It was a little lacking in parts, but it had a great payoff. Yeah. So really. Especially those last couple episodes, like I could rewatch those and just have <laughs> such a fun time. Yeah. <laughs> um uh. but yeah, I mean, yeah, we liked it. And we can start getting into the complaints and start talking about that. We can start talking about theories. So um 
Any other things you want to say that's non-spoiler? Because mm, it's really hard. No. No, there's nothing else I really have to say that's non-spoiler. All right. Five, five, four, three, two, one. Spoiler section. Yep. You know the risk of going on the internet or listening to podcasts or whatever when you're trying to avoid spoilers. So here we go. <laughs> I'm just going to start with a big one. Luke Skywalker is back in it. Yep. And he's in it for more than a few minutes. Yeah. And... <laughs> They deep faked his face, and it looks really good. It shows. Like, yeah. it. <laughs> there's some shots, especially with the lighting, where he legit looks like he was pulled from Return of the Jedi. Yeah. Like, it's and, crazy. And the voice is really good. I think they got Mark Hamill to help. I heard. That. I don't know exactly, but But he I was also credited. heard they might have got, like, an AI to, like, do his voice. It sounded a bit like, well, I will, I will say it sounded when he's. Luke's talking to, like, Ahsoka. Slightly artificial. It felt, yeah, it felt like... Um, Not in a bad way, but, like, it just felt, like, very, um, felt like almost too good? It felt like a video game voice. Like, it sounded like, so much like young Mark Hamill, you question if old Mark Hamill could do that. Yeah, it just sounded... Which he is a talented like, voice actor. Yeah. So he probably could. Yeah. I would like to see, you know, them have Luke Skywalker just talk like the Joker. <laughs> That'd be fun. They could have done that with uh, Last Jedi, at least. You know? Yeah. Um, <laughs> God. Anyways, yeah, he's in it, and it. Well, okay, well, we'll get into the details in a second, but he's in it, and it's good. Um, Boba Fett stuff. The first couple episodes, it starts out. He escapes Sarlacc pit. The Jawas steal his armor. Yeah, and then he's captured by the Tuscan Raiders, the Sand People, but he becomes part of their tribe. Yeah, he he wins their respect and yeah becomes like battle one of them. and like he knows how to use the what is it called the the, the stick. Gaffy stick yeah like, something like that. Uh, yeah, he he learns like their ways, and he basically throughout that he learns like the importance of having a tribe, having like. People you can depend on. Yeah, and he having probably respect. lived with them for a while. For, for like a few years, years at least. Yeah, yeah um, it's implied, yeah, because um, the Mandalorian season one takes place five years after Return of Jedi. Mm -hmm. But this could be like six or seven years, quite possibly. Yeah. You know, well, so. he's he's with the tribe until Mandalorian season two. Yeah, five or yeah. six years. So, yeah. you know, but still, that's a long enough time for him to develop a character. And one of the early criticisms that uh, some fan, fan, the true fans, I guess, that they had for the show was that Boba Fett had his helmet off too much, was uh, talking too much. And no. honestly, I don't mind it because... I get it, but... Uh, I like seeing Tamora Morrison. I want to see Tamora Morrison, yeah. You know, and... He's a fun actor. Also, he's a character now, not just a cool guy yeah. in the background that gets... <laughs> accidentally knocked into the Sarlacc pit by a, a blind, blind Han Solo. And he's drunk. Yeah. <laughs> well, Boba Fett's drunk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, But as we all learned in Mandalorian Season 2, his armor and helmet, I guess, are the same as Jango's. The same. Just repainted. 
Yeah, I thought that retconned something from the Clone Wars. No, they retconned a few things um, in these new shows. But we got to remember, guys, uh, yeah. the live-action stuff, the movies and the sh- live-action shows always take precedent over yeah. comics and, and the animated, animated yeah. stuff. It yeah. always does. because, And honestly, I'm kind of – this might be controversial. I'm kind of glad because it can better serve the story they're trying to tell. Yeah, I mean – Because if they – People get all up in arms about like legends. If and- something already happened in the comics or something already happened in the animated series that weakens the live action series, if they yeah. bring something up again or retcon to make it fit the story. Yeah. It's Plus, like, George okay Lucas has been changing Star Wars since well, it came out. Since apparently, it came out. I mean, apparently, like, because people complain about like legends and canon, apparently, George Lucas considered none of the extended universe canon. Mm. To him, it was only. The movies. But they're bringing extended universe stuff into the shows and movies now. Yeah. Especially yeah. shows. Yeah, slowly. Yeah, they're bringing that um, stuff in. Um, that last episode brings a couple things in. And also, well, actually, the first episode mm-hmm. with um, uh, Black uh, Chrysanthemum. Yeah. He's a Wookiee. He's from the comics. He's a Wookiee bounty hunter. And he's really cool and intimidating. And he ends up trying to kill Boba Fett at one point. Yeah, show like while wow, he's in this back to tank. I think that was a good episode because uh, that happens. I think in the third episode where he. Tries yeah, to yeah. I think the third episode is where it starts to pick up. The first two episodes were really slow because the first two um, is like him having a bunch of flashbacks to like based, flashbacks to living with the sand people. Yeah, it, the first two episodes are just. I mean, I think it would have been better if the first episode was all just him living with the sand people, and then the second episode was. The setting up for the third episode. Yeah. That would have been paced better if they did it that way. It just Um, felt like the first two episodes were really dragged out. Yeah. Um, And all like the vision quest stuff he was going through, which is cool. But there's some cool stuff Um, in the first few episodes. I like when... But they were developing Boba Fett into a character. Yeah. Finally. I mean... Yeah. And also, you know, he was injured for the first few episodes. Yeah, he's injured. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because he... Even though his armor protected him, he still had a lot of acid damage, like where the armor wasn't on him. Yeah. And so on. And like that's why he lost his hair and everything. <laughs> um But I feel like Boba Fett's always been one of my favorite characters, especially as a kid, because he looked cool. Mm-hmm. He had a cool voice. Yeah. He had a cool gun. He had a jetpack. But then also <laughs> he wasn't really that good of a bounty hunter no or anything most of boba fett in the like, original trilogy most of boba fett's like being a badass bounty hunter came from extended material yeah, yeah. but if you just go by original trilogy <laughs> yeah he capt- he gets han solo and he kills presumably kills luke's um adopted parents yeah um and he only um, fires a gun like a couple times in the original but trilogy. besides that he looks cool and then it. han yeah. solo um <laughs> Yeah, it's pretty he much his jetpack, and he goes flying to a starter like pit. Yeah, uh, <laughs> and Luke Skywalker defeats him I in like two like, points, three I, seconds. I did like I think it's in episode three when him and Fennec go to get his ship back. No, that's when it really that starts was a up. cool. That's part. a good moment, and I like they go to kill the Sarlacc pit. Yeah, I love how he. Yeah, he <laughs> and, specifically and goes she, to Starlight Pit. And uh, I, I, I got pretty excited when she presses the button and the bomb drops a si- the, seismic charge. Yeah, seismic yeah. charge falls out. It makes the sound. And yeah, I love how Boba Fett kills the Star- they kill and, the Starlight Pit. And then I just like how he's like, "Don't touch my buttons." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> After that, 
Um, and yeah, it's got some humor in it, but I don't think it ever goes too far. Um, I think it's good they're making him a character, giving him personality into more and more. So yeah. you can tell he's having a lot of fun with it. Yeah. Um, and you know, and I, but I, I do like one the thing, whole concept. Of- even though Boba Fett was just a cool looking character in original trilogy that was underused. His whole look and everything established everything about Mandalorians, essentially. Yeah. Yeah. Even the (laughs) emblem on the shoulder, which I know they didn't have a name for it back then. That's the but that's the Mythosaur, and that's like a huge part of Mandalorian lore. Yeah, that they came to Mandalore, and I think it was a different alien race originally. Tongs, yeah, something like that. Originally, and they like killed off and tamed the Mythosaurs and stuff like that. Yeah. But like his look, the T visor, the kind of you know Spartan look, the armor, the jetpack, the gadgets, really everything about Star Wars bounty hunters is based off of Boba Fett too. Mm-hmm. So I mean, yeah, he's a really important character, especially when you look outside the original trilogy. Yeah. But and I will say the first couple episodes, like the episode in Mandalorian where he finally gets his armor back and takes out all the stormtroopers. Yeah. Sick. Yeah. And he like takes out the drop ships and stuff, <laughs> and he said he's, he said he was aiming for the other one. And I love his interaction with Bo Katan. Yeah, I, I've been rewatching some stuff, and how she says, uh, "You're not a Mandalorian." And he's like, "I'm not trying to be." Yeah, and then she At says, "No point does he give a shit about being a Mandalorian." <laughs> no, that just that armor is just passed down. He's like, "It's just my dad's armor." Like. Yeah, <laughs> and um, and like Bo Katan like says he. She's heard the clones' voices a thousand times before, and he says, "Well, this may be the last time you hear it." <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> I just love those lines. It's just great, and <laughs> but he did kind of go soft and was just kind of chilling for a while in the first couple episodes. A lot of people are complaining that he seemed weak, and I he was injured. He was injured. I think and my, he's also older. I think my problem with how they did him just the first couple episodes, he doesn't seem like he's the brightest guy during some of the, the first few episodes. Like, he seems like a good strategist, but he doesn't seem like a good like negotiator. Puts a little like bit a good... too much trust in other people. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, I, there were a few good scenes, though. The, the mods... Uh, the cyberpunk. What did people, you think of that? I don't have any problem with them. Scooter speeder chase, the slowest chase in Star Wars. It was not a very great scene. No, <laughs> but the, the but I don't have a problem with those the, characters. The characters themselves, I have no problems with. Them. I, I saw, dude. I, I saw people. Them, but people were in an uproar over oh, yeah. these characters. They're like, it's this like, isn't Star Wars. I'm like, have like, you seen the prequels? Yeah, and yeah, it's Star Wars. They they were saying it's like it's too like. 50s like bright colors and stuff and i'm like again have you seen the, the prequels? prequels the prequels are george basically... lucas was all about that shit well it was like yeah 1930s through 1950s sci-fi for the prequels yeah and also it's yeah. like it makes sense that there would be another generation of like people in this universe yeah doing their new things yeah exactly with their style and stuff it, may, it makes yeah. the world makes i had no problem with that yeah. it didn't bother me um there is something that bothered me, but that doesn't come till like the finale. Yeah, I think you know what I'm talking about. Maybe it's something to do with a major character. Maybe, maybe. but um, 
he yeah so he gets his ship back which is awesome and he takes out like these speeder the speed bikers and stuff that yeah. attack the tri- his tribe that's another thing that people complained people. about which i think is oh, people are overreacting is they think it's like in one scene boba fett seems just like he has dad energy <laughs> and then the next scene well, that really goes to ruthlessly gunning down <laughs> yeah these bikers well that is boba fett and i i, I think people overreacted about that I, I also like the scene where he goes to the bar i think it's like in the second episode Oh, he just shows up with his gaffy stick and yeah, stuff. Yeah, and he just fucks the shit out of those bikers in the bar. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> and Tamora Morrison, again, I like seeing his face because he's very expressive. Yeah, and I love his uh, physicality. Yeah, <laughs> he's great. No, um, I can honestly see why he didn't have the helmet on too much because he's just such an expressive actor. You know? Yeah, yeah. Um, and also, it's just cool seeing him again because he was Django, which is he was also all the clones. I mean, they CGI'd it, but still, yeah, the clones are all Tamora <laughs> Morrison's. Yeah, <laughs> so it's just cool seeing him again, and he's the original clone. Remember that, mm-hmm. I think. Uh, I don't know if he's specifically the original clone. I don't think they ever say that for sure. But he was one of the first ones, though. Because yeah, what it was is. Is Django. Well, and he didn't have the age acceleration thing either. Yeah, yeah so, because that's what Django wanted. Chip. That was that was his... he wanted like a son. Yeah, that was the thing he wanted. Was he wanted an un- unaltered clone? So I think yeah. it's implied he's probably among the he's probably in among the first batch. The first clones, batch, yeah. but he doesn't have the uh, age accelerant. No, yeah, and because uh, he would be long and the dead. Pers- personality suppressor. He doesn't He'd be long that. dead, and he would have killed a lot, even more Jedi probably. Yeah, or end up dying. <laughs> <laughs> Which we all thought he died for forty years. Mm-hmm. That's there's a particular death in this series where I'm like, don't worry about it. They can bring anyone back. It's Star Wars. <laughs> thought Darth Maul was dead, bring him back. Bionic Lakes. Thought yeah. Boba Fett was back, got out of Starlet Pit, which was always like an extended universe stuff and whatever. Yeah, but you know, it's always we do have an official death for Darth Maul now. Uh, that is true, but I'm talking about like said that in that, the movies. That last one. Uh, where Obi Wan finally no Obi Wan got him finally he, he gets got him, him. Then. yeah that he, is the final yeah he got him Darth Maul yeah even though I would have loved to see that live action oh yeah and I wouldn't be half surprised if they just redid that it wouldn't shock me either or yeah because um, like I said earlier the live action stuff takes precedent over yeah and anything and, else and also like. But I don't, then know, again, I don't know how far into... If they're bringing Hayden Christensen back as Darth Vader and they're going to have a rematch, I don't think you really need the Darth Maul thing. Yeah, I, I think that the Darth Maul thing, I, it takes place officially like right before New Hope. Oh, yeah, the within Darth Maul a, encounter. Within a year. Yeah, that's old Ben Kenobi. Yeah. Yeah, and then the series is going to take place 10 years after Revenge of the Sith, yeah, so halfway so about, between. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm excited for that, yeah. Um... <laughs> Uh, so episode oh and also Boba gets a pet rancor just like Jabba yeah because you gotta uh, do that if you're a crime lord machete yeah machete yeah Danny uh, Trejo yeah I, I like sells to think it to him I like to think that he just him. is just machete yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> kind of like how machete is also like the multiverse of machete <laughs> kind of like how machete is also in Spy Kids mm-hmm Spy Kids takes place in the same universe as Star Wars. Machete. And Machete takes place in the same universe as Star Wars. <laughs> yeah. Um, Maybe it's like his ancestor. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Or it's just the same guy. <laughs> but, 
But yeah, so Bubba gets a rancor, which will come up a little later. But anyways, um, it's a baby rancor. <laughs> episode five, and this kind of brings up a little other criticisms, which I definitely agree with. But also, I'm so satisfied with episode five and six. Yeah. Well, I, I think that before I don't really we get care. to five and six, yeah, yeah, got, yeah, we got to mention. So, like episode three, it starts to ramp up a little bit. Starts to show some action and all that. Boba Fett's finally like fully healed. And then they have the Mandalorian music play when they go. And it hints that, yeah. Oh, we need muscle. Yeah. Um, And then episode four is the turning point. But it's not really a Book of Boba Fett episode. Episode five. Uh, Or is that four? That's episode four because five and six are the last two episodes. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, so episode four is the turning point of the show. And it's really just because... It's a Mandalorian it's episode. It's a Mandalorian episode, yeah. Yeah. It's completely focused and on him. shows Mandalorian, which we all love. And I love how we all still call him the Mando, even though we know his name, Din Djarin. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> well, really, he has a Darksaber now, which kind of makes him, like, the Mando. He could roll he, over Man. He, yeah, he's technically... If, if he wanted to, he could roll over to Mandalorian. He, he would have claim to being Mandalore. He could claim... Yeah. He could claim the yeah. throne, which because yeah, Mandalore is the title of the leader. Of I think in the next season of The Mandalorian, we'll either see him claim the throne or reject it. I think he'll reject. Yeah, it. I think it's gonna be part of it though. Yeah, it's yeah. definitely a, yeah, but yeah, he's dark saber now and dark saber, and I love the action sequence. Oh, and when he's he singes his own leg with yeah, the but and he slices this guy in half, <laughs> like. Yeah, brutal lightsaber dismember it, just like the prequels. I love it. Yeah, they wouldn't do but it yeah, in and he, he, order. No, yeah. But he cuts <laughs> his own leg, and it's because the darksaber is, um, for him, it's super heavy. Yeah. Like, it's, like, grinding on the ground. And I like that they did that because it's something they've established in the cartoons. Yeah. And in the expanded universe. But... Wasn't well, that just a thing with lightsabers in general? Like, yeah, every, if you don't know how to everyone, yeah, if you don't know how to use it properly, if you don't have the proper training, it's really heavy, or at least seems so. It's all the energy. And I hear people all the time online, YouTube. It's and not stuff like waving like around a flashlight. Yeah, they assume people assume that that white lightsabers are weightless. And I see people like YouTube videos. They're talking about lightsabers, and they state it as a fact: lightsabers are weightless. No, and I'm like no, they've said. That lightsabers are not weightless, and George Lucas in an interview. It's like I, holding a fire hose or something. Yeah, it's, it's exactly he, the way I saw George Lucas describe it was that there's so much energy yeah. flowing through this thing that it actually takes a lot of strength to wield it. But the whole idea um, with the Mandalorian is that his his mind isn't focused. He doesn't have a clear mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. He's, so dark saber. He's trying to him. make the dark saber. He's trying to control it when he should be. You know, flowing with it. Flowing with it. Yeah. And he goes back to the children of Death Watch, I presume. That's what they're called. Yeah, uh, the, or the like children the, of the Watch. Children of the Watch, yeah. Yeah, that's what they're called. Um, and, and then John Favreau fights him. Is that John Favreau? He did the voice, not the, oh, the, voice, not uh, the actual okay, I was person like, on set. He did but the yeah, voice, for, uh, I think. Yeah, he yeah. goes back to them, and he's training with Darksaber, and then one of the other Mandalorians, who is a Vizsla... Mm-hmm. Which Tar Vizsla created the Dark Saber thousands yeah. of years ago, and then Pre Vizsla was the creator of Death Watch. Yeah, and yeah. then this, this the heavy Mando guy is a Vizsla, mm-hmm. and he challenges him to claim the Dark Saber, and then yeah, Mando ends up besting him. But then the armor lady asks him if he has ever removed his helmet, 
and he has, and she says, you're no longer a Mandalorian, but also that's bullshit. That is bullshit. Because no. Bo-Katan's still a Mandalorian. It's it's <laughs> clear that the children of the Watch... But I love how he still takes it so seriously with them, even though he's that's seen... He knows. He's seen other Mandos that yeah. don't abide by all those rules. I mean, he, you want to just change your idea of your like, beliefs. Like change right, your like right religious like, uh, domination. Yeah. Denomination. Um, That's basically, it's like Jehovah Witness meets like yeah. Methodist. It would be like if, <laughs> like casual Methodist Christian. It would be like if you met a met like a, someone <laughs> like who's, a Mormon. who was Mormon and then you just told, and they, and you know, the Mormon thought this was like, a, say it was a really, really secluded Mormon and they thought that not only is drinking bad, but only criminals drink, and then you and you met them, and you went. Well, no, actually, most people drink. They want to immediately go. Oh, well, then drinking is okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like <laughs> also, but I've seen people talk about like how Mando had every right to just say like, "Shut the fuck up, I'm the boss now," because he has a dark saber. He like he could have done. That. Yeah, he he's he's <laughs> he won it in battle and then defended. His right to it again in a yeah. duel. Yeah, he had. Air, when, you're right. After he had being air, injured, he had every right to just be like, "I'm the leader of this clan now." Yeah, <laughs> I get I'm the leader of Mandalorian. I get to yeah. decide who's Mandalorian, who's not. I do like, however, because Boba Fett doesn't. He doesn't try to even pretend he's Mandalorian. And oh yeah, Boba's just a, a simple man making his way through the in, galaxy. Yeah, <laughs> but in the final episode, when they're about to do their standoff, and Mando's like. This is the way, you know. I gave my word, and doing the whole Mandalorian thing, and Boba Fett's just like, "Okay, if you insist." <laughs> it's like you really believe in that Bantha. <laughs> yeah, he's like, "If you really want to, man." <laughs> um, but um, no, yeah, but also yeah. he comes in the Beskar spear, and armor says that's like they got to get rid of that because that's like against like. It's a threat, potential threat, because it could pierce Beskar. Yeah, they, it's, they say that Bes, Beskar, like traditionally, according to their beliefs, is it's for armor. It's for armor only. Even though the dark saber, the hilt is Beskar. Is it? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. No, because he comments in the show. He's like, "This is the finest Beskar craftsmanship I've ever seen." That's cool. So the hilt is Beskar. It's like, but I guess since the dark saber is still lightsaber. Yeah. Since that part isn't Beskar, it gets it. It doesn't count as a weapon. I suppose Beskar yeah. weapon. It's just the hilt. Only the just hilt. Just the hilt. Because yeah. Mandalorians have a ton of weapons embedded in their armor. Yeah. No armor so, can be a weapon. <laughs> that too, when it's indestructible, and it's very indestructible. Yeah. In the show, it's, it's the strongest material in Star Wars. But it's like never been. been shown that way before. Not well, really. Well, in um, the only live action example before the Mandalorian we had of a Beskar is Django, Django and Boba Fett, and it, that's something they retconned in season two of Mandalorian. That is the in same canon or old canon. It was different armor. Um, Django. Well, yeah, in co- old canon, Django. I don't and even Boba think Django had, had Beskar in old canon. Django had. Duras steel armor, I want to say, yeah. and then Boba's like armor plastoid. was plastoid armor, yeah, which is like Sucks. stormtrooper armor, well, a actually, little better, yeah, a little bit better than not bad armor, but no, but it's um, not like so that's something everything. I could proof. be wrong, I, I could be mixing them up or something like that. But, but now it, but Boba has Beskar. Yeah, they reckoned that Boba Fett's armor and it's is, Jango's. It's Jango's armor and it's Beskar. And it's Beskar. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Um, 
which I think is honestly good. No, I like that. Change. I think yeah. I it was always confusing to me because I'm like, even the shape of the helmet is the same, same yeah. mold, everything. Yeah, it's like yeah. why couldn't he repainted it? <laughs> yeah, um, no, because well, I think it's the reason everyone assumed it was Django's armor until there was a Clone Wars episode where, where he tries he, to kill Mace Windu and he blew up the helmet. Yeah, so that's what they but retconned. Either was that a fake helmet? Are they that's just not? I'm sure they could anymore. easily just explain it off as it was a fake helmet or the helmet survived or something like that. Yeah, because Boba doesn't care about Mandalorian shit, but he does respect his father. Mm-hmm. So he, I don't think he would blow up his father's yeah, he has helmet. honor. Yeah, yeah, but it's not like due to like <laughs> yeah. religious. So, uh, what do you think of Mando's new ship? Okay, so this is one of the most <laughs> exciting parts of that. This episode. was cool. I like, and this. I'm so excited for the I new like season. I like this whole montage scene that they Mando's have. new ship is a Naboo, Naboo uh, in one Starfighter. Yeah, like the, the same the, from the prequels, the Royal Starfighter that Anakin goes. Let's try spinning. That's a good trick. Yeah, but if they don't reference that, we're gonna riot. <laughs> but it's a hot rotted version. I love it. Yeah, and it's like it's illegal the, as shit. The super fast. Out yeah. And, I love how the 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 uh, New Republic uh, the Rangers yeah, yeah. like pull up a long, a long time, and it's the same guy that was in Mandalorian season yeah, two. Yeah, he recognized him. Yeah, <laughs> and um, they were about to let him go. He just the booster there, the subsonic booster, or whatever it is. Sub light. He can go sub yeah, sub. Basically, he can go sub warp speed. Yeah, and I like how he, the one he, of the pilots, one of the officers asked. Oh, how did he go to warp? He didn't uh, initiate his yeah, and like, I, I, like, or I like the other pilot because he's like he's, he's like, like oh he's got a <laughs> he went sub subsonic yeah yeah uh, like but it's also like implying that the other pilot is old enough to like it's implying that there's some old tech that's not in use anymore because it's like been outlawed and stuff like that. When I like that the mechanic it's really rare and the mechanic she's funny I forget her name yeah she the reminds joints. me of. Um, Sigourney Weaver just a tiny bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I just, not like too much, but she has the hair and all mm-hmm. that. Um, when I first saw, but her I like that she mentions that, that the Naboo uh, starship uh, starfighter is um, all handmade. Yeah, not droid made during the new during the Re- Republic. Yeah, and she also mentions stuff like the parts that it uses. You know, it, they they're not trackable by like the the technology that the New Republic's using and stuff like that. It's preempt. I like stuff like that because it seems on the surface like technology in the Star Wars universe doesn't evolve. And the, I, I mean, you could say that they've reached a point where technology evolved very slowly. But comments like that in the show like show like, yeah, no, they are improving and changing technology. You know, yeah. You know, the the Naboo Starfighter is considered old technology just really good really good yeah yeah i also just like how he's he's not convinced the whole time oh yeah he wants the razor crest back he keeps just being like 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 this is cool but where's my razor crest well here (laughs) i mean the interesting thing though he's not gonna have a home base at his ship anymore yeah because he's in a small starfighter yeah it's like you said it's a hot rod yeah (laughs) <laughs> he doesn't have like his mobile home base with the Rez- Razor Crest anymore, yeah. so that will change things for him. Yeah, like he's gonna have to like stay at different planets more often and camp out, whatever. <laughs> but then he you goes know. on one ride in it. 
<laughs> yeah. Goes through Baker's Canyon. And yeah, that's that where they have the cool. pod race. Yeah. And I love how um Yeah, when he when he lands again, he's like, How was it? And he's like, Wizard. Wizard. <laughs> and you can just, <laughs> just like And I love Pedro Pascal does so great as the Mando because like you can really feel his emotions, even though he's got his helmet on. Yeah, he's good at emoting. Like, you know like, the face he's making there, like through his his gestures and his gestures. tone. Yeah, he's he's good at that. Yeah, yeah. Like every time, every time a different Mandalorian or even non like Cobb Vanth like takes their helmet off, you can like just see his face through his helmet, just like disappointment. <laughs> <laughs> um, Cobb Vanth, I love him. I like He's one him. of my favorite new characters, honestly. I really like him. Uh, um, Timothy Oliphant. I am glad that, you know, he's surviving. It seems. It seems, yeah. It seems. So, yeah, Cobb Vamp was they, in it. They showed the, wait, 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 uh, wait, wait, the wait, mod wait. guy, though. Yeah, the mod guy, yeah. He's we'll like, get into that spoiler yeah. pretty quickly. But, uh, so, yeah, capping off the episode when Mandalorian gets to the Naboo uh, starship, or starfighter, mm-hmm. um... And also, I forgot to mention the Beskar spear that they said was illegal and whatnot. Yeah. They forged it, and he told them to forge it for something for a foundling, for Grogu. Yeah. And they made a little Beskar chainmail shirt, which kind of reminds me of like uh, Frodo's chainmail yeah, he gets what I from was um, the mithril. Yeah, yeah. The mithril. Because of that. And mithril is like indestructible. So it's a similar situation. Yeah. Um, but does Lord of the Rings and Star Wars take place in the same. Well, you know George Lucas took well, ideas from Lord of the Rings. Actually, technically, yes. Because yeah. Star Wars doesn't take place in a different universe. It's a galaxy far, far, far away, far a long, away time long time ago. And Lord of the Rings, as we know, takes place in our world. <laughs> yeah. Just a very long time ago. So it could be the same universe. Could be the same universe but during don't. a similar time period. But I definitely know George Lucas had to take <laughs> some inspiration. Yeah. Um, especially if like the hero arc and like destiny and like oh yeah because like in Lord of the Rings Mount Doom is literally a metaphor for Mount Destiny yeah <laughs> Tolkien Lava. Tolkien was not always subtle no like yeah um, but he also took a lot from Dune yeah like the spice trade stuff the sand Dune's planet. been nominated for a bunch of Oscars yeah yeah which I like it but it, it's yeah. Not really fun to I'm watch. I'm more upset that Willem Dafoe didn't get the nomination. No, I know. Yeah. Eh, whatever. Spider-Man fans Who are cares? rioting right now. I'm not rioting. I knew it probably <laughs> wouldn't happen. But I know how good that movie is and how well, good. Andrew Garfield got nominated for Best Actor for Tick, Tick, Boom. Well, that's good. That's so good. I'm rooting for him. Yeah. That was a good movie. For him. Good movie. Anyway. Um, <laughs> but uh, he says he has to make a visit. To Grogu, you know, yeah, and gotta go visit a little friend. First. Yeah, a little friend. But he's he because Fennec comes to hire him, and he's yeah, like, and then, it's on the house for Boba. Yeah, yeah. And uh, but he's like, but first, and then <laughs> episode six uh, or five, episode five. I forget the numbers. Episode five, I think but, it is. This uh, this episode. So episode six was like action packed. And it was really good. But I episode five was like, Very, I was just was grinning the whole time. I was yeah. like, this is good Star Wars. This is so, this is good. Yeah, that episode, we see Grogu training with Luke. Yeah. And Luke, yeah, they get the deep fake. The, yeah, I'm pretty sure it's, yeah, it's a deep fake. 
But like it, yeah. I think you're right. I'll look it up real quick. It looks really good, like spot on. I don't There's know. There's a if, couple. I don't know if we'll know for sure because they did some deep fake stuff with uh, season two of Mandalorian, but it took them like six months before they released like to the public how they did it. So I don't. But know. But that was just fans. Yeah. Um. Because Mandalorian, that was like CGI actually. Technically, it was CGI, and they did use some deep. But I think this was pure deep fake. Um. Yeah, but the information might not be out there yet. I'll look it up real quick. Yeah, it might be speculation. But either way, whatever they did, uh, Luke looks really good. Like, I could watch a whole show with that Luke. Yeah, no. Like, there's a couple spots where it looks a little weird, but for the most part, they get the lighting right. I'm still in And, like, when he's facing forwards, you know, just in a neutral, like, it looks perfect. It is a little, you know... We could get into the ethical dilemma of like, bringing back old and. It's really good. You can see his scarring on the, the side of his face, like he actually has. Well, yeah, and like when you like, watch uh, New Hope, you realize Mark Hamill was a, a way handsomer guy, but then he got in that motorcycle wreck. Or was it a car wreck? Um, I don't remember. I think he got in a motorcycle wreck, and yeah. that like banged up his face. So he broke his nose. He had to get facial reconstruction. Yeah, the rumor that's why he looks is so that, different. The rumor is that is that's why they had the wampa attack him. That's not true, apparently. No, that was coincidence. Yeah, I think. it was just coincidence. Yeah, but that's the rumor. That's always been the rumor. Is but yeah, I've always heard that. Like they did that to explain why he looks banged up, looks different. But uh, no, it looks just like Return of Jedi Luke and God. The uh, Luke versus fighting the dark troopers gave me the Luke I always fantasized as a child, but um, you know the epic, the greatest, most powerful Jedi ever, etc. But this episode gave me the Luke I always not fantasized, fantasized, but w- needed. Yeah, this the, was the Luke that's moved on past Return of Jedi. That's complete. That's a Jedi master. Yeah. Not like, yeah, like so with like Last Jedi, not just like a god. I've said, and this is a controversial opinion. I like how they did Luke's character in Last Jedi. It's one of the few things I like about the movie. Again, I don't think he needed to die, but the way he died was. I don't think they could have gone too far with it. Yeah, the the but the way he died was very appropriate. He died becoming one with the Force, doing this amazing feat of the of the Force. And I like the idea that he lost hope and he gave up the force for a bit. It makes him a more well-rounded character, but I still wanted to... I think it makes him less of... Luke was a little bit of a Mary Sue. Not as bad as Rey, but he was a little bit of a Mary Sue. He was, but let me explain. Luke had the battle, his destiny, of becoming just like his father. Yeah, yeah. Like, Empire Strikes Back, when Darth Vader says, no, Luke, I'm your father, that's not... Just to be taken literally, like that's what Luke will become if he goes on. The yeah, wrong path. and then there's a scene where he's fighting Vader and he defeats him, cuts off his hand. And then when the that Emperor... is supposed to be Luke almost failing, almost. But and then the Emperor tells him gave to f- into his to, anger. The Emperor tells him to do it basically to finish him yeah. and to join his side as his and new the apprentice. Triumphant moment, but is then when Luke he says, says, "No, I'm no. a Jedi like my father." Like my father throws away that the is the Luke. That's the that's my Luke. That's the heroic move. And and like again, like I I don't I, think Luke would ever lose hope like that. I well I I think it just makes him more round, well-rounded character. However, I did want to see this though. Exactly. This is the Luke I like. I like. Well, it the makes idea me question. That I, in his old age, he became grumpy. I know. And and, and 
makes him more dynamic. But... I know that's like amazing de-aging and deep fake technology is really just now becoming prevalent. Mm-hmm. But it always made me think, why did the sequel trilogy have to take place 40 years after Return of Jedi? Why couldn't it have been this yeah. originally? Yeah. Like, <laughs> if we got this first. At this point with the sequel trilogy, I would say if I were, if someone said, like, I've never watched Star Wars, how should I watch it? I, I would go, original trilogy, you should watch that. Then prequels. Yeah. And then you can read the Wikipedia entries for the new trilogy, so just get the gist of it, and then watch Mandalorian and Book of Boba Fett. Honestly, um, and, and I'm Clone not Wars saying too, of course, but whether they <laughs> could actually make the sequels non-canon or whatever, I don't care about that. But I think it's stupid as, that people think they're gonna do that. As long as they can basically just ignore it and just tell the stories we always yeah. wanted, I keep hearing people. I'm happy with that online clickbait videos. No, they going, won't do that. Going, John Favreau and Dave Filoni are going to make the sequels, not are going to retcon the sequels. They're not. And people believe that shit, and I go, that's stupid. They're not going to do that. Why would they do that? Well, you had people. Well, and we J.J. Abrams obviously hated the prequels. Yeah, fans, Let's get real. fans like but, us don't like the sequels, but there's a lot of people who do, though. And, and also. Disney, it would be unfair to them. They don't need to do that because they can just continue making these stories that take place before yeah. and do what we wanted. And yeah. if you want to ignore the sequel trilogy, yeah. fine. I'm okay you can ignore with it. the sequel trilogy I ignore existing. It. I ignore I it. I don't have to go watch it again. I, <laughs> I can just watch this. I probably won't watch them again unless it's for a commentary. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I, I, I'm okay with them existing. There's a few choice, choices I controversially... That's a, I struggled over that word. Rise of Skywalker um, I is... I did like... I, I, you put... You, you said it's that... It's an algorithm, You basically. said Rise of Skywalker right at the moment where it made me sound like I was saying I like it. Yeah, yeah, I did. <laughs> Clarify, he doesn't. It's, it's, it's actually the only, it's the only one that I don't think there's anything good I can find about Rise it. Rise of Skywalker feels <laughs> like a corporate... Al- Let me just sum up the sequels real quick. Uh, Force Awakens. Oh, let's just do New Hope again. Do the nostalgic stuff, the retro yeah. stuff, but not prequel stuff because yeah. that was kind of controversial. So on, but actually, uh, the prequels, especially Revenge of the Sith. Ooh, no, Revenge of the Sith is up there. For yeah, me. that's um, such a good movie. But then Last Jedi, Ryan Johnson took it. It's like, no, I want to do my Star Wars. And I want to subvert expectations, yada, yada, yada. I want to out with the old and end with the new. Well, a lot of people, a lot of people hated that. And then Rise of Skywalker, oh, let's play it safe again, but also not progress any of the characters. Yeah. <laughs> and a five-year-old And dude that's just kind of safe, like very safe corporate, like, if an algorithm made a Star Wars movie. That's it's, Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> Rise of Skywalker was legitimately bad. Force Awakens and Last Jedi, I can find stuff I like about it. I still no, don't yeah, yeah. overall love those movies, but I can find stuff that's good. Honestly, like I said, again, I like if they would have stuck I think with Last Jedi, rounded out Luke's character. I think a if they would have stuck with Last Jedi, it could have been a way better trilogy. Yeah, but J.J. Abrams just went back and tried to make. Maybe and basically they should have let Ryan Johnson be in charge of. He the made Last, Last Jedi. He did everything to make it non-canon to make it not count. Yeah, 
Oh, it doesn't matter. Uh, Luke, is, he realized how dumb he was. He was like, oh, yeah. I, I hate to say it, but they probably, <laughs> like, sh- the, the, the trilogy would have been better if they had let Ryan Johnson roll and do and be in charge of the third movie. Or if they let J.J. Abrams do the whole thing. Yeah, or that, yeah. It would have been safer than Ryan Johnson. Yeah. But at least it would have been a cohesive yeah. trilogy. But um, this, The Mandalorian and Boba Fett, and I'm so excited this is for the Obi-Wan. Star Wars we wanted. Yes. And it makes me excited for some of the new other shows well, it's coming honestly, out. Honestly, it's the Star and Wars we needed because it, I'm excited for Andor. Oh, yeah. It's yeah, that'd like, be cool. Well, it's kind of like not a lot of people are excited for that, but as far as new Star Wars stuff, the other thing that stuck out to me was Rogue One. Oh, like yeah. A good we can get more of that Star action. Wars movie. Yeah. I like Diego Luna. He's yeah. a very good actor. I like his character. And I'm. I'd I, love him to meet Mandalorian, Pedro I, Pascal. That'd be great because they were in uh, Narcos together. That would be cool. Um, yeah. But, but uh, I, 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 maybe I a younger ho- Mandalorian. I just hope that with Andor, they um, don't play it so safe. Can I have a beer? Yeah, yeah, go Thanks. for it. They're pretty good. Um, the thing with Andor is what makes me interested is that they in Rogue One they hint at like he goes, I've done terrible things in the name of the Rebellion. This is taking place before that. Yeah, yeah. I hope they don't get too shy about showing him do questionably mm-hmm. questionable things. That's I think what could make it really good. Yeah, is if they show but, um, the moral grayness. Back to the book of Boba Fett. Like I think Mandalorian Boba Fett saved Star Wars. Okay. Yeah. Let's be real. If yeah, we didn't have much. these shows after the last trilogy. Star Wars would be in a really awkward, <laughs> bad place right now. Yeah. I, and it's not because I just want to hate it for the sake of hating it or, like, you know, being along with the rest of the crowd. It's just... the This last thing I'll say. The sequel trilogy is just so disjointed. It, it doesn't tell a cohesive story. It's the worst part of it. Yeah. It's so... It feels like three beginnings to a new trilogy. Yeah, essentially. Pretty but much. then ride Skywalker. Oh, the Emperor's back. He's got the largest fleet ever, but we beat him because we have some horses. That we, because we, <laughs> my least favorite part of Rise of Skywalker, and all the co- conveniences like, oh, the Sith dagger was under the sand pit, and the Sith yeah. dagger perfectly aligns. Rise of Skywalker <laughs> is like, God. I can, even if I could forgive. All the, the other, all the other stupid plot stuff I hate about it. The stupidest thing is how they just go. They they have they have Poe Dameron just go somehow. somehow Palpatine, Palpatine is, is back. back, and that's it. And that's how they introduce. Well, no, 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 no. Worse, worse than that. You're forgetting something. The title crawl. It basically says that. Just Palpatine's back. back. You're you're just like oh, hold the fuck up. Hold up. <laughs> And I, also, I thought from the yeah like, <laughs> and also um, that's the, the worst part of the movie is you're just, is the Rise of Skywalker. What? We we finally get a complete arc for Ben Solo slash Kylo Ren, and I really like him as Ben Solo. Like he goes back to the light side, yeah. awesome. And then they just kill him. Yeah, there's but, actually a couple God. characters that their character arc. I'm like, they could have been so good, but they just, just falls flat. Ben Solo then, is one of those. Finn is the other one. I think oh, Finn's character was arc been... was done in force awakens, bro. 
Uh, they continued a little bit in the next one. A little but bit. He could have been really good. And he gets no resolution with Ray. Exactly. He's always like, telling Ray that he has to tell her something. And then they never, no. <laughs> never told him. Yeah. He could have been really good, but just he wasn't. <laughs> but anyways, enough yeah. of that shit. The Mandalorian and Book of Boba Fett. True Star Wars sequels, it pays tribute, you know, to the original trilogy, but does it also include stuff in the prequel trilogy, like clone lore, Mandalorian lore, clone war stuff. It's a Star Wars content that recognizes that some of the people watching are fans. Yeah. What a surprise. (laughs) And I think uh, the Mandalorian's new Starfighter is Naboo in one. That's a a good example. It's a great representation of melding what worked with the prequel trilogy with the original trilogy. Yeah. Because you get this antique, like, deluxe, like, 1930s-esque ship. And then you but turn then it you into a hot rod. Turn it into a hot rod. And, and George Lucas was all about It's got about some, like, panels that. missing and whatever. And so George it's kind Lucas of, was all about that 50s hot rod aesthetic. But they took that I and put that some shit. of the original trilogy aesthetic onto it. Yeah. You made it's it a little bit old. more scrappy. Yeah. It's old. It's got some missing parts, whatever. It's, it doesn't fly as smoothly as it was. It's soon. hijacked, but it's fast as fuck, and I love it. Fast as fuck, And boy. it's got a little compartment. <laughs> for, for, for Grogu. Yeah, because it was an astromech port, but uh, what's her name? The Sigourney Weaver-looking lady. The Not. ship builder, the engineer. Yeah. <laughs> she recognizes that Mandalorian doesn't trust droids, wouldn't want an astromech, uh, so yeah. she just empties it out and turns, puts it, a, turns it into a little compartment. for a little, uh, I like cockpit. how she also just assumes that he's going to have Grogu back at some point. Oh, yeah. yeah that, she, that was like, she's like Let's be real. Because she, she knows, like all of us do, that he's a dad now. Or is he a mom? Or is he a mom? <laughs> you know. <laughs> uh, but anyway, yeah, that episode four is when it the show turns around. But now, it's, it, Boba it is, Fett's not in that I, episode whatsoever. Yeah, I will say, though, it was just an episode of The Mandalorian. And it does feel it like the just, writers didn't have full faith in their story of Boba Fett to it, flesh out a whole yeah. season. That's kind of one of my criticisms. However, but it was a good episode though. I really love what they did. All the dark saber <laughs> stuff, the N1 starfighter. Like great. Yeah. I, I love it. But anyways, the but, next episode, but then it continues. And it, it just, continues. It just keeps up that momentum. Mando visits uh where well the planet where Grogu's on where Luke's building the new Jedi temple. He's got a bunch of droids building it. R2's there. And then also one of my most geek out moments of all of Star Wars is when Ahsoka meets Luke and talks with Luke. Yeah. They're her little, master's son. They have a little they're a little awkward around each other. Well yeah, and she but, says, You remind me of your father, and he just kind of gives her this look like Honestly, like, I would be awkward. Is that a around. good thing? I think I, if I had a conversation with Luke, awkward, Luke's kind of an awkward guy. <laughs> no, but think about it. Ahsoka n- knows his father way more than he does. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, also, and yeah, and training Grogu and how it me- and George Lucas, how everything mirrors each other. It's poetry. Mm-hmm. How yeah. him training Grogu is like Yoda training Luke and Dagobah. Because uh, yeah. like Yoda's riding on a backpack, Grogu's riding on a backpack, and then and then <laughs> you can see Grogu like hopping around and yeah, and and I love how he mentions how I don't think I'm teaching him; he's just remembering yeah. because Grogu what's at the Jedi Temple on Coruscant for decades. Yeah, 
and, Presumably. And, and Luke helped make him remember that. And, and does they have Luke... The, they have do you think scene. Luke saw the Order 66 stuff with Grogu? I don't know. I think maybe, but I'm not sure. Because if he did, that would reveal a lot to him, like what actually happened. I'm sure at this point he has a good idea. About Order 66. Yeah. He and has well, to. Because well, cause what they've established in the video games, like in Battlefront... Mm-hmm. Which I know it's like that's like takes the lowest precedent on canon, but, but they're still but canon right now. They they least. say that basically like after the Empire fell, Luke did go around like learning about the Jedi and collecting information. I bet he knows about Order sixty six. Oh yeah, I bet he knows. But I think this might be his some idea. Obviously, I think this might be his first time actually seeing it. Maybe yeah, happen yeah probably. And actually. that scene though, and I don't know who the Jedi are defending Grogu. I think they're just kind of nondescript. Yeah. Um, but that scene with the clone troopers, and that's the f- second time we've seen clone troopers live action. Yeah. And I don't know if that was actual prop armor they had on or just CGI. I couldn't yeah. really tell. They. Uh, but it' cool. And also, there's a, and I've seen I'll, Star Wars Theory video on it. Yeah. There's a logo. In the background that matches up with a Jedi, that ends up going dark side or something. Forget her name. She's the one that sold Ahsoka out. Oh, uh, she's like the green Barisafi. Yeah, some people yeah. are theorizing that yeah, perhaps Barisafi and her master was Luminara. Perhaps maybe she saved Grogu. Huh. But also, door still open that Yoda saved Grogu. Obi Wan did, yeah. or anyone else. Yeah. Um, we don't know. Also, is Grogu Yoda's son? Let's just get that out of the way. Did him and Yaddle, you know, <laughs> did I they talk get about that? Uh, I highly doubt I, it. I, I was because that's so against the Jedi way. I was thinking how great it would have been if they made one of those Jedi's that got shot by clones there, Shock T, because this would be what what the fourth canon death of Shock T. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But uh, we see that and <laughs> just um, to fuck with the fans. And yeah, we see Luke training Grogu, and the Yoda theme, like the Dagobah music, starts playing yeah. again. Like it's so, uh, I love it. Much more pleasant training I'm area. Smiling than Smiling the whole time. Yeah. Like when Luke faced off the dark troopers, I was like, Yeah, badass, best Jedi in the galaxy, whatever. But then this you just hit me him. in the hit me in the heart. Hit just me get in the to feels. see him being Luke, the Mas- Luke that Master we always Luke. wanted to see, yeah. Master Luke. Yeah, I love it. Not when he's a failure and drinking milk from an alien tea and, <laughs> and referring to lightsabers as laser swords. Although and I like did enjoy telling that. Ray to fuck off, basically. <laughs> I did enjoy grumpy old Luke. <laughs> I enjoyed that. And just sitting back while all his friends die when he went against Yoda's orders to sit back. Because remember, in uh, Empire Strikes Back, he had the vision of all his friends dying. So he went to sa- save him, defying Yoda. Yeah. And then that's when he got his ass kicked by Vader and it was revealed. And that's when he realized that's what he would become. Like, that's how I see it. Yeah. Um. But no, just seeing him as Jedi Master Luke, rebuilding Jedi temper, Temple, uh, training with uh, Grogu. Uh, great. And then, yeah, him interacting with Soka and she says, perhaps they'll meet again. Yeah. Sick. Um, and I also, I also just like that. So, Mil- and I love Rosario Dar- Dawson. As, she's perfect. Uh, Ahsoka. As Ahsoka, yeah, she's, yeah, she's great. I like so like Mando comes and he's willing to like not see Rogu. 
Oh yeah, so Mando she, wants to give us Shamel's shirt. She's worried. Ahsoka's worried that if Grogu sees him, that Grogu will just immediately attachment. give up the Jedi way or go to the dark side. At least, yeah. So she's like, you know, I'll give him the gift that you've brought. And Mandalorian very reluctantly like agrees. Yeah, but he loves Grogu, so he yeah. does agree. Um, yeah. Uh, but then Luke, and we'll talk about the other thing that happens in this episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> probably the best scene in probably. Star Wars. I, in my opinion, you you might be right. Though. <laughs> it's probably one of the best scenes. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure I know. Like what it's scene you're pure Western. About. Oh yeah, it's, yeah. I was on the edge of my seat, holy like, shit, grinning like this is so holy cool. fuck. It was so good, dude. I was like, I know what's <laughs> yeah. gonna happen, but <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, uh, Luke gives him an ultimating made him at the end of the episode. He presents him the shirt. He says, "The Mandalorian gifted this to you, and if you choose this path, you will have to forsake the way of the Jedi." And he was also remember Grogu. You're a short time for you is a lifetime for others. And that's true because Yoda yeah. lived till he was like 900. Yeah. And I think that's why Luke gave him this ultimatum because he I, knows that Grogu could be a potentially amazing force for the light side, for the Jedi, or a horrible well, I think thing I, for I the like dark side. I like that Luke gave Because he could live so long. I like that Luke gave Grogu a choice because Luke is continuing the Jedi ways, but he's supposed to represent what the Jedi couldn't be. Yeah, what they failed at. Well, and so the idea you that, can definitely see the fear in Luke because he even asked yeah. Ahsoka like, "What should I do with him?" Yeah, I, but but uh, it's the idea that he's willing, he's able to overcome that fear and give his student an actual choice. Yeah, instead of forcing and him and say like, because he goes, he's still going like, if you are really do want to be a Jedi, you you do have to forgo attachment. That's the way. Yeah, but I'm gonna give you the choice. If you don't want to go down the Jedi path, I'm not going to make you. Well, because if you know he made him and he had emotional attachment to Mandalorian, yeah. like even if Mandalorian just died of old age, Grogu would live on centuries. Yeah. And he would have that attachment and that like sadness and that leads to yeah. fear and hate so and so on. I just think like, it's cool because it's Because showing... Grogu could be a whore. He could be like one of the worst Sith. Yeah, I know yeah. it's funny to think about because he's a baby. <laughs> he could be a bad But Sith literally, yeah. he could be like a Sith Yoda. Because yeah. of his attachment. And they live fucking forever. So, like, for yeah. a thousand years, Grogu could be, like, the most powerful Sith Lord if he went down the wrong path. Yeah. Um, but, but and I th- Luke realizes I, th- I think that. it's great, though, because it's it's this thing where, like, Luke, it shows, it's showing, this episode shows Luke, he's not immune to being afraid. Even now, after he no, that's triumphed true. over Darth Sidious, yeah, he's well, still, he's weary. He's still not immune to these feelings. But that's smart, though. But he is... Ultimately, wiser than Yoda was, yeah, well, or Mace Windu was, or Qui Gon. Or Qui Gon. Well, I, there's allowed... a theory about Qui Gon. I saw. Yeah, that Qui Gon knew what was going to happen. Like mm-hmm. when he meditated before his final fight with Darth Maul. Like when he sat between the Force field. Yeah, he saw what was going to happen, and in, rather than resisting it, the will of the Force, he died qui-gon's one of my favorite and characters qui-gon, in star wars there's He's... this theory that like qui-gon knew anakin would go to dark side knew that he would um become darth vader maybe not the specifics of everything but he saw visions of it yeah but he knew that was the will of the force and he knew that was the only way to balance qui-gon was because the... qui-gon was one of the only ones questioning the jedi council because the jedi were ruling i mean 
Qui-Gon was the wisest Jedi of his The Jedi life. were ruling over the galaxy, yeah. and it was not in balance. Yeah, absolutely not. Qui-Gon was the wisest Jedi of his time. Because Qui-Gon and, like, even, knew what was right for the Force. Even Obi-Wan, who was a very good Jedi, oh, had yeah. his flaws. Qui-Gon, well, he still believed in the Jedi Council. Yeah, and he, Qui-Gon was the wisest, truest Jedi, I think, of his era. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. And then Obi-Wan, after Qui-Gon died, decided to train Anakin to... To, you know, besides all the warnings, yeah, about him being too he's, old, because he trust he trusted Qui Gon. He said Qui Gon said so. But so. this, yeah, this theory I recently saw how like Qui Gon knew this would all happen, but he knew it had to happen for mm. to to be balanced. That's cool. Yeah, I think it really makes sense. But like Obi Wan trained uh, Anakin regardless of his fears about him becoming dark, because he thought maybe you know he could get over that, get past that. Yeah, keep him from becoming uh, a Sith. Yeah, Obi Wan did it because he he, but he Luke, trusted Qui Gon, but he still didn't understand fully. Luke, rather, I think Luke, rather than trying to go with the Force, he's trying to prevent another dark side user. Well, I well, I also though I I've always thought that Luke, one of the things that makes him different than the old Jedi, is while he still recognizes that forgoing attachment is necessary for the way. He also recognizes that it's natural to yeah. have attachments. Yeah, and you should. Well, Luke was a teenager when you, he started his training, which yeah. is way old. And, and he's like, you shouldn't fight these attachments uh, in a way that will backlash. So he's like, right. He's so he basically is going like, I, I like that he gives Grogu a choice because he's going like, if you choose the armor, you're gonna form attachments, and you can't be a real Jedi, but that's okay. For you to go that way. And not be a Jedi. And not be a Jedi. But even though I think Grogu is going to be the one that reunites Jedi and Mandalorians in a big way. That'd be cool, yeah. Like Tar Vizsla. But he also, the other option he presents him with to go the way of the Jedi is Yoda's lightsaber. Exactly Yoda's Ah. lightsaber. And this does retcon things. Because in the comics, in the Darth Vader comic, um, what's his name? The blue guy... Yeah, that's always with Darth Sidious with a uh, Palpatine. <laughs> yeah, the senator guy. They throw all the lightsabers they recover into a furnace, and w- one of them he holds up is Yoda's. Yeah. Well, according to this, it's, I didn't have it. It's still around. Yeah. <laughs> and um, I actually saw a Star Wars theory. You know that guy talk about how after Yoda's battle with Palpatine, when he gets up, when he jumps into um. Organa's ship, mm-hmm. you can see his lightsaber on him. Uh, and it may be just continuity error. Yeah. But he could have easily just force pulled his lightsaber to him. Yeah. Yeah. If it fell on the ground. Like, I don't think. I always wondered, like, why didn't he pick up his lightsaber real quick? I don't think it's a huge deal. But there's yeah. also a part in the comics where Yoda decided never use the lightsaber for, like, hunting or, like, for anything like that. Because that goes against the Jedi way. Yeah. Because, like, using it for, like, yourself, essentially, for selfish means. Yeah, yeah. But that doesn't mean he didn't have it. He just chose yeah. not to use like, yeah. and I think it's a, I think it's Empire implied Strikes from, Back, from he could have had it on Dagobah. I think it's implied he did. I think it's implied But he just he, never wanted to use it, it again. He had it in a box in his hut. But he just felt he couldn't use it again. Yeah. Um, or you could say Luke tracked it down and found yeah. it. Or Ahsoka had it and gave it to Luke. Yes. Cause, and so so Luke 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 gives, But he presents him with that option. 
And we find out in the last episode. Grogu picks Mandalorian. The shirt. The way of the Mandalorian. They would have they could have done it <laughs> no other way. People would have been very upset. Well I think. <laughs> a theory I had before this finale that Grogu was gonna pick the chainmail and Luke was gonna take him to Tatooine to get back with the Mandalorian. And then during that, this whole battle with the pikes would be going on and Luke would help out. That would have been cool. Almost turned out that way. I yeah. thought it was about to turn out that way. But then it was revealed in the finale that Luke just sent R2 yeah. to drop him off. It would have been cool if Luke had showed up too. But, but um, maybe they would have been the same time, him. It would have taken away from Boba Fett because it's still his show. Yeah. Because so, Luke... So, Okay, he would have been able to solve all the problems. Let's let's get into <laughs> what ha- what's happened with Boba Fett now. Well, let's get into so what happened. Mando goes to help Boba Fett. Wait, 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 wait. We're missing something. Yeah. Let's get into what happens with um during that episode. Aside from Luke's stuff. No, that's what I'm talking about. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, Mando, Mando goes, goes to help Boba help Fett. Boba Fett. And Boba Fett and Fennec say we need more. And then Mando manpower. Mando's like, I know some people. And then he goes to Cobb Vanth in his yeah. town. Maz. Uh, Espa Freetown. <laughs> yeah, they know. Uh, they call it Freetown. It's easier to remember. Yeah, I don't remember the old the other name. But yeah, they, but they, um, they rename it Freetown. <laughs> yeah, uh, but he goes to Cobb Vamp, and they're you know buddies now. You know they only, you know they're square. They yeah, they're about. drinking buddies now. Dr- <laughs> yeah, and Ca- I love Timothy Olyphant. Uh, He's good at this. Yeah, now. he's a good like cowboy. <laughs> yeah, <that's laughs> I mean essentially, I mean that's what he is. Yeah. Well, anyways. He well, tells him like he'll. Whole part he basically tells Mando that cowboy. he'll consider it and everything. Yeah, because Mando's he, like, "I want you to raise a kid." And then he tells guys. the bartender guy that you know, gather the town. We're gonna have a discussion. Like, yeah, we're gonna talk about this. Yeah, but then, ominous mm. music plays. The wind. The uh, the name blows. of the episode. Out of the desert comes a stranger. Yeah, it sure <laughs> does. Yeah. In the distance, you see uh, a man in a hat in a trench coat. I mean, so. And like, it's none I had, other. I had seen a spoiler of this before I watched the episode. Oh, yeah. If I hadn't, and I was still like freaking out, <laughs> if I had not seen a spoiler, I would have been losing my shit. I freaked out so hard. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's Cad, Cad Bane. <laughs> Holy shit. Uh, and that and scene is and also I want to say and it's the same voice actor uh you might I, I forget his name yeah, I can, I can but um what I must say let's say you've only watched the movies you know nothing about Clone Wars you're just a casual fi- uh, like my Corey dad Burton. Corey Burton yeah great yeah. but like you'd say it's like you're my dad and you've only seen the movies you haven't seen the Clone Wars you don't know all the extended stuff whatever yeah but as an introduction to live action, amazing oh, with Cad. So Bane. good. Like they immediately show he's a force to be reckoned with. He's yeah. like this Clint Eastwood well, like, type I, character. You know, as as someone familiar with who he is, yeah. I, I knew how this scene was gonna play out. Oh yeah. I didn't hear a spoiler on how the scene was gonna but, play out. Yeah, I just heard a spoiler know. that he was in it. You know though. But I knew how it was gonna play out. And he shows up and him and Cobb Vamp have a standoff. Like Does, a Western Stand classic up. yeah tarantino and oh my god western stand i'm i'm not is. fucking with you dude like it's one of the best western scenes yeah it's i've just ever seen good it's classic <laughs> like holy the shit the marshal being like and like the music 
the I music didn't kind catch of your name. And I love the score throughout this whole series, by the way. Great yeah. score. But um, the score kind of has a Dark Knight vibe. Do you know what I'm saying? I think I, I think like I with the you, ascending yeah. like notes and like the tension yeah. building, like the Joker uh. theme. It, it reminded me of that. But like um, and he tells Cab. I mean Cobb Vamp ask uh, ask him what's his name. I didn't quite catch your name, and Cap Bame says, "You know, you shouldn't be sticking your nose, yeah, or something like that." Basically, the Pike Syndicate. They hired Cad Bane. They hired Cad Bane, and Cad Bane's job is to make sure that Cobb Vanth doesn't raise a garrison to help Boba Fett. Yeah, and um, and then when Cad Bane says Boba Fett is a cold-blooded killer who worked for the Empire, like, yeah. <laughs> but also uh, Cad Bane's a cold-blooded killer. But also, Cad Bane who also like, worked for Palpatine, I think. <laughs> It's possible, and also Cad Bane like trained Boba Fett. Yeah, and he worked under as a Django. Bounty, bounty hunter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they know each other. They but have they a have the standoff and together. the tension. And they hint at their history. Together. And also, uh, the so Cobb Vamp's the marshal, and his deputy is like an idiot. And Cobb Vamp tells him to go back inside. Cobb Vamp's smart. Yo, he, yeah, he he knows what's. He, I mean, he, I think he maybe he didn't know. Cad Bane's name or anything, but he recognized them. He, he's, he's probably heard stories. He recognized him as a threat immediately. Well, because yeah. he's fucking freaky looking too. Yeah, like this live well, action got, version. And also, he's the most western looking character. Oh in yeah, Star Wars. He's got the hat and the duster. Well, and also, let's talk about his design, his live action design. Mm-hmm. There's a, some people that have been complaining about it. Oh, he's not dark enough blue. His face isn't long enough. Whatever. Let's get something straight and just out. <laughs> Clone Wars is a stylized animated series. Yeah. Okay? That's number one. Number two, Cad Bane is old. Yeah. And for his species, he's old. Well, I've seen so many... His species doesn't live super long. They live as about as long as humans. I've been, he's I've like been, in his 70s. I've been seeing people online, a lot of people just having these discussion posts on why does he look different in the live action? And I'm just Look like, at Ben Kenobi and Obi-Wan Kenobi. Well, I'm also just like... Because it's a different adaptation of the character. Yeah. And it would be kind of weird if they made him look like a cartoon. But even if you want to try to say he's supposed to look like the Clone Wars version, look at Obi-Wan and Ben Kenobi. Yeah. Alec Guinness and Ewan McGregor are completely different people. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know if you guys realize that. It's just (laughs) as simple as it's a different adapt. It's another adapt. I think it looks good. And I think it looks intimidating and creepy. Oh, yeah. Like his teeth and like they did red a eyes. fantastic job. And the voice with with Cad Bane, and this. they have yeah. the standoff and the. This dep- is, I mean, honestly, it's exactly how I would imagine Cad live Bane action. in live action. It's and then the deputy perfect. fucks it up. He tells him he's like, the marshal doesn't take demands or whatever. And yeah, and, and then Cobb Vamp just looks at him. Like, he's so fucking. He's like, you fucking, <laughs> yeah, per- like, yeah. Well, anyways, they're in the standoff, and then. The deputy, not Cobb Vamp, dr- tries to draw first. Cobb Vamp takes out the marshal and the shoulder. I wonder if Cobb Vamp. Vamp would have been able to. I don't think so, but he I is a fast it. draw. He's... It would have been a lot closer. Yeah, I, I, I still think that that um, uh, Cad Bane would have won, but Cobb Vamp is, I mean, they show in a scene earlier where he takes out some Pike Syndicate guys. Yeah. He's a fast draw. But then again, Cad Bane's, Trained under Jingo Fett, he's a whole league. He's the yeah. best bounty hunter. I mean, I mean, I think it, in Mandalorian uh, season two when they show when they introduce Cobb Vanth, they show that he he was kind of relying on the armor. Yeah, 
But this episode, I think, does show he is good by himself. Well, Cad Bane even mentions, he's like, you should have never gave up your armor. Yeah, <laughs> and then later on, there's a standoff with Boba Fett. Oh, and God. Boba, and Holy Boba, shit. And Cad... Okay, well, but Cad, anyways... Cad Bane's like, I'm faster, and Boba Fett's like, I have armor. He's like, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> Which was good. That was... Um, <laughs> yeah, I love that. But, um, but yeah. That scene I rewatched about five times or more. Just that scene it's and like so holy shit. that like yeah. honestly could potentially be the best scene in Star Wars. It's the tension, it's up there. The dialogue, the sound yeah. design, and then it's, just Cad Bane just taking him out real fast, and then like the end where he says, "As long as the spice, yeah, he's done. something. You know, keep your heads down, and we'll leave you alone now." Yeah, yeah. Uh, as an enforcer, great. Yeah. But then the finale, okay. Mm-hmm. There's only one problem I have with the finale. Yeah. But it's not really bothering me as much anymore because it does make sense. Okay. So in the beginning, it shows that Grogu's back in the next wing, but Luke isn't there. He just sent R2. R2 just flew him. Yeah. Luke just sent him off on his way. <laughs> R2's, you can trust R2. But. I was annoyed. I was like, why wouldn't Luke be there? That seems kind of cold to just send Grogu out like that. But at the same time, Luke probably is scared about having an attachment to Grogu. Yeah, I, I didn't Grogu read having it too much. I, Grogu having I an attachment weird. to him. Yeah. So just sending him off and like saying goodbye off on the planet where he's building Jedi Temple and then sending him off does make sense because Luke, for one, probably doesn't want to leave his new Jedi Temple unattended. Yeah. And also, he doesn't want to have that emotional attachment either between him and Grogu or just Grogu with him. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Grogu's back. And he, yeah, he obviously chose the chainmail Beskar armor. And he's wearing it. He's got that. And I like how Mando sees he's wearing it. And Mando goes, You're wearing the shirt. Yeah. Like, You're yeah. wearing it. Yeah. But I love, oh my God, I love the bit where they send off like the cyberpunk people and Mm -hmm. Black Crescenton, you know, the Wookiee guy out to different, Crescenton, yeah, to different cities. And like they all have a post and like they all get attacked. Well, they're all the same city, but they're different Different sectors. Yeah. Yeah, districts. Because Boba Fett had made the deal with the other crime lords that they stayed neutral. Yeah, yeah, and and they didn't. Of course they didn't. They saw it coming a mile away. Yeah, yeah. Um. But, um, and I love how that one Tweelit guy is with him. He's pretty funny. And it gets to the point where they're pinned down. And also, Boba meets Cad Bane again. They kind of have a bit of a standoff, but. Fennec Shan can like you've gotten slow in your old age. Fennec Shan convinced him to not fight him then that he's you know yeah. too emotional and everything, <laughs> which is a lot like the Jedi, but also just kind of like just the warrior. Like, oh yeah, she, she's just like no, this you're like this is just strategically bad idea for you to try to shoot him, draw on him right now. Yeah, like. but um, <laughs> but yeah, they have a cool discussion. <laughs> Uh, I can't remember all the lines, but it's cool. But I like, anyways, I like how the mayor's maitre domo guy comes. He's like, I'll negotiate for you. Yeah, the Twi'lek guy. And Boba Fett's like, okay. Here, oh, yeah, this is one I'll of my favorite parts, honestly. I'll write down a message so for you. So they send him out. So and Boba Fett and Amando are surrounded by pikes. Yeah, just the two of them. Because he sent out Fennec to go to the other And the other I city. love how him and Mando have the discussion. And you mentioned earlier how Mando says it's with the creed that he will be on... 
he will be by Boba's side till the very end. Yeah, because he gave die. him his word. Yeah, yeah. he gave him his yeah, word. And, and, and Fennec, Boba's like, you Fennec, really believe in that shit? And Fennec's <laughs> not there because he sent Fennec out. Boba basically to, offers Mando the runoff. He's like, yeah. you know, you can go if you he, want. He like, understands. <laughs> he's not a dick. He, he yeah. Gets it. He's, but then Mando's well, like, no, a, I'm a man of my word. In an earlier episode, he says to like Fennec, he's like, I want to be a crime boss who doesn't treat people like us, how crime bosses always treat people like us. Yeah. Mando's a gun for hire, and that's Boba Fett's whole thing, is he's like, I'm not going to treat these gun for hires and the the footmen like they're nothing. Yeah. I'm going to treat them with respect. But Mando sticks to his creed. Yeah. And Fennec's not there because he sent Fennec off to go. They figured out where the Pike Syndicate leader was hanging out. Yeah, yeah. It's in a different city, so it takes her a while to get yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. But he sends her off. And I also, you know, side note, we'll get to the standoff. Um, side note, on Fennec's way out, she just, like, saves the mods. Oh, yeah, she saves. Yeah, she's just, so just badass. Just on her way out of town. Well, didn't she fight Cad Bane and the Bad Batch? Like, he appeared in that. Yeah, 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 yeah she did. And yeah. she was in that, no, too. Both Fennec and Boba are very familiar with who Cad Bane is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they hint at it in this conversation. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's just Mano and Boba, and yeah, the Twi'lek like, like uh, diplomat guy that worked for the mayor. Yeah. <laughs> he offers to negotiate, and Boba says, "All right." <laughs> yeah, he's like, "Let me." And let then me write he's reading notes. negotiation, and it's kind of funny and whatever. And they tell him to just get to the point, and he says, "Our offer is," and he hesitates, and, and he's like, like "Tell us." Many, he's like, "How about you guys?" How many, and then tell us, and like, tell us. and he's like, "Nothing." <laughs> he's like, and then and then he goes on to say something along the lines, "It's like." The sands of Tatooine will yeah. blossom with the, the fertilized, like the yeah, from the, the bodies of you fertilized from the bodies. Of like your holy dead. shit, that's yeah. so badass! I, I I thought that guy was about to get shot. Yeah, and then Boba and Mando swoop in they with their jetpacks, distraction basically. They're flying in, they got the high ground on their jetpacks. This was so cool. Boba and Mando side by side, like that was so cool. Using oh. all their gadgets, but they do become overwhelmed. And I like how they show, yeah, yeah, the best car is indestructible, but they still feel the impact of the blasters. Like, they're getting knocked around and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, but they take out a shit ton of the pikes, though. Um, <laughs> but they get some help. I think Black Crescenton comes in. He's, well, well, he's attacked well, by a bunch of boss. No, yeah, Not boss, so but what's their right species? Right before this happened, all of their troops, the Gamorrean guards, got killed. What are they called? The boss the, species. The what species? Bosk, the lizard guys. Oh, the uh, uh, Trandoshans. Trando- yeah, and they yeah. hunted Wookiees, didn't they? They did hunt Wookiees. So it's kind of they funny like that they predator. fight yeah. Chrysanthemum, but so Chrysanthemum takes them out. That's why, well, that's why in one of the earlier episodes, Chrysanthemum uh, just like slaughters one of them in a bar. Yeah. It's because Wookiees hate Trandoshans. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, so right before this all happened, all their true, all Boba's guys across the city have been ambushed and are attacked and, um, you know, Fennec saved the mods. So they're fighting. They're having this stand. The mods come first. No, no. Actually, no. The people of Freetown come first. Freetown. Because they, they come are, and save the day. They, and they have like a hover tank, situ- tank thing, situation. Yeah. yeah. So they come in. I don't in. know if you know the models. I don't know. No. <laughs> no. So they come in because they all got together and be like, it's fucked up that um, Cobb Vanth got killed. So we're going to go fight. Yeah. So they still went and fight. Fought, and then the mods show up. And then I really loved when the Chrysanthemum comes in because it's like they're pinned down still. It's not enough people yet. And then just you hear like 
a roar around the corner yeah. and like a somewhat a pike gets just thrown across the alley and, and Chris Santon comes yeah. in with like two pikes clinging to him yeah. and it's just this whole scene like thing of like yeah don't fuck with a wookie yeah <laughs> seriously <laughs> But um, so yeah, Chrysanthemum joins in, and he's badly injured though. He's been taking a lot of damage. Yeah, because you know he's a big tank. He's a big target. But um, but then, oh shit! And I believe they're Scorpinex, Scorpinex battle droids. Yes, yeah, and they're I, from I, Legends. Yeah, I didn't catch them exactly. But I know they're from Legends. They're basically for if you've only watched the movies, giant, more powerful droid- armored droidicas. Yeah, they're- yeah. They're tough asteroids. Like Droidica tanks. Yeah. Yeah, and they got the force shield and everything. So, like, energy weapons can't get them. Anything yeah. can't get them, really. I mean, they're it's like one of those things cool. where, like, one of those things probably costs, like, a billion fucking credits to, to, yeah. to build. Yeah. So the Pikes <laughs> had a lot of money to spend to yeah. hire, to purchase them. Yeah. That's <laughs> um, but yeah, they're overwhelmed and they're seemingly indestructible. And I love the bit when Mando even tries the Darksaber. That yeah. doesn't even work. Yeah. And then Black Chrysanthemum, he almost gets through, but then it knocks him out of the way. And I love that bit with him, like, roaring through the shield. Like, that's that was so cool. cool. Yeah. yeah. He is a cool character. Yeah. Really like but it. they knock him out of the way. But then Boba's like, wait. I... Yeah, Boba's <laughs> like, can you hold them? And hold Mando's them. like, yeah, I'll distract him. <laughs> and Boba flies away. We don't know what's going to happen. And I love how they're, like, constantly <laughs> shooting him as he flies away, too. Yeah. But... As previously mentioned, he has a pet rancor. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But um while that's happening, Mando runs into the engineer lady. She's on like a droid. Yeah, she's coming to bring Baby Yoda to him. And then he's like, Run! Go! She's uh, like, I can't hear you. And, and then she sees the Scorpinex like droid. The carriage thing. Yeah. And then she sees the Scorpinex droid. She's like, Run! She's yeah. Like, <laughs> and then he's and then he's and reunited. She's like, she's like, Oh yeah, by the way. Opens up the blanket and Grogu, and he's like, "What are you doing here?" Yeah, and he's reunited with Grogu to have a good moment, but he also tells him, "He's like, hey, he's like, we're like in a really bad time, <laughs> really bad time." Um, yeah. yeah, but then the most uh, badass Boba Fett this moment. This was really cool. This has got to be the most badass Boba Fett yeah. moment in Star Wars this history. This is what I meant when I said it seemed like the plot for the last couple episodes was John Favreau. And <laughs> just like two kids playing with. Well, remember figures? when Boba Fett and the holiday special rode a big monster? Yeah. Well, you get kind of that. He's riding the Rancor because oh remember God. he mentions that he wants to ride it. And you basically get. And like, he said he's rode creatures ten times its size. You basically get the Star Wars equivalent of a kaiju fight here. Yeah, yeah, but well, <laughs> you get a, you have Boba Rancor fighting a giant robot. Well, you have Boba riding on the Rancor, shooting pikes and like shooting the, uh, the not the droid, the Scorpinex droids, and like it's taken on the Scorpinex and it gets some damage, but it takes them on. And then here comes Dinjar and the Mando with his dark saber. He disables them, but then. Uh, Din is in a lot of trouble. Uh, the Scorpionite droid's like pouncing on him, like its shield's disabled, but he's like on the ground. Yeah. Like stomps on his leg, hits his best car, but then Grogu comes out and he like pulls out a gear. Yeah, he's from his legs. And then like hits him and he screams. (laughs) (laughs) I thought that was funny. But that was another time that Grogu saves the Mando. Yeah. And then um But then Boba finishes it off with the Rancor. And then he goes on to finish the other one off. 
yeah. uh, tosses the building, and I love the destruction and the fighting. And the music felt kind of like Duel of Fates to me. Yeah, it was slightly. Pretty, pretty it was similar. Epic, like, it was very epic, music, yeah. like music. Um, but uh, yeah, the moment. Um, so Belba takes out both uh, of the Scorpion X droids, the Rancor, but then Cad Bane shows up. And also, yeah. wait, wait, wait. I love that fight with the the Scorpion X droids. It was. I love was a good robot murder. Oh, yeah. It, it, it reminded me a lot of like the Kong <laughs> taking on Mecha Godzilla. Yeah, that's it was what similar. I meant. It was like a kaiju fight. From yeah, Star Wars. It was yeah, a giant exactly. Robot fighting a giant monster. Yeah, exactly. It was, just it cool. was awesome. <laughs> but then Cad Bane shows up, flamethrowers uh, Rancor, which scares it off. Which yeah, knocks Boba Fett off. Knocks Boba Fett off, and then it's just Boba and Bane. Yeah, and they talk a bit, and uh, Cad Bane. Well, Boba says like, "I'm not a little boy anymore, and you're old now." And Cad Bane's like, "I'm still faster than you," and he is. Yeah, he still draws faster, but Boba's got the armor, obviously, which saves him. But then Cad Bane beats him with the armor, with everything. Yeah, takes his helmet off. He's about to execute him. And then Boba, he has the stick, he, the gaffy stick the gaffy or whatever stick from on, the on Sam his, people, all, like hanging from his shoulder. And he uses time. one of those new skills to defeat Cad Bane. Yeah, because Cad Bane never expected that, and that also shows that Boba is not just a bounty hunter anymore. Mm-hmm. He's grown beyond that. Yeah, and he really doesn't hesitate. To, no, to kill Cad Bane. And this is where Stabs another in the chest. complaint comes in. Bubba defeats Cad Bane, knocks the pistols out of his hand, blasters, the gaffy stick, and then he just and then Cad Bane tries to flamethrower him, and he says, "You're just like your father, cold blooded killer, all this stuff." And then Bubba just straight up kills him. He stabs him. Yeah, but it's Star Wars. Anyone can survive anything. Yeah. It, um, I uh, bet you anything, Cad Bane will be back. Maybe, yeah, we'll see. With augmentations we'll or, see, like, yeah. you know, droid parts, whatever. I do like, though, how Cad Bane's like, you're just a cold-blooded killer. And Bubba's like, yeah, bitch. Yeah. He kills him. But also, he's not, he's not a Luke. He's not a, oh, no, I'll prove you wrong. No, he's but like, I do, no, I'm in charge now, yeah. bitch. <laughs> I do love Cad Bane, though. It is sad. If he is actually dead, that is a little sad. But all these people freaking out. It's like, he's been in the Clone Wars a shit ton. Also... The Emperor, well, if you ignore the sequels, Eager, Emperor got thrown down a bin. Yeah. By Darth Vader. And like, also, it was not, like, a big epic thing, really. Yeah, and if, <laughs> if Cad Bane is dead, who better to kill him? Than Boba. Than Boba Fett. But I yeah. think he'll come back. Yeah, I we'll mean, see, yeah. They can't just bring a cool character like that and then just kill him. Yeah. They'll, he'll, there's a good chance he'll be back. It's like, don't worry. It's Star Wars. <laughs> we all thought Darth Maul was dead. We yeah. all thought Boba Fett was dead. Yeah. Shit. Like, for a long time in the canon, he was dead. Yeah. In canon. And we have a whole TV show on him now. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So, <laughs> so well, yeah, we'll all see. these people worried about, I pissed mean, off also, about Cad Bane dying. And in the post credit scene, they show Cobb Banth in the back to tank. See, and I thought and the for there. a second, I thought that was going to be Cad Bane. I was, yeah. I was but in, then it was Cobb Vanth. But then the mod guy was there, so it's impl- impl- implying that. Uh, between the back to tank and the mod guy. But I love the standoff between them. Oh. But then you get this kind of epilogue moment where the Rancor has gone loose mm-hmm. and just destroying the city and like fighting people. 
and then Mando tries to take it on, and then the Rancor grabs Man- <laughs> Mando, to him, tries to bite his head off, but it bites his helmet, and it's Beskar, so it doesn't work, and he just looks at him, just tossing him aside. And some people are like, oh, Mando should be, like, severely injured or dead from the blunt force. But, like, for one, it's Star Wars. It's fantasy. It's, yeah. Number two, he's got Beskar armor. Yeah. Which we still don't really quite know the properties of. If you're going to nitpick that, you got to nitpick all the movies to that extent. Yeah. There's stuff that happens in the original movies that you're like, oh, they would have died. But, but. <laughs> but Mando does seem like he's about to die to the hands of the Rancor. Which, and also, people underestimate the power of the Rancor. It's a pretty powerful beast. It's impressive. Honestly, like a seasoned, like, battled hardened one. Can survive all kinds of blaster bolts. Can survive it's missiles. It's impressive that Luke killed one. Yeah, as like, easily as he did with the bone and like the gate he dropped the gate like, on its <laughs> head, on its neck. And there's a people talk about how that one wasn't like a battle hardened one. It was like a tortured one. It wasn't yeah. like, well maintained. And this one was a young, right? a young one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It wasn't even like a fully battle hardened one. But as you can see, I mean, it took it took straight up uh, blaster cannons from the Scorpionex droids and just tanked them pretty much. Like, yeah, Rancors are really tough. Yeah, but then, uh, yeah, Mando's about to die it seems, but then Grogu steps out. Uh, I like, and this. then he uses like a Force this. ability. I forget what it's called. It's like Beast um, Control, or it's like, what Obi Wan does. And I think Anakin did it too in um, the Battle of Geonosis. Um. But so, I know Obi Wan does it. No, o- Obi Wan doesn't just so in 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 the way with Jedi, not all Jedi can do all the Jedi powers. Mm-hmm. Basically, Obi Wan is known for like a lot of Jedi have like a very unique ability, or or at least ability that they're just better at than other Jedi. Obi Wan's was he is good with animals. It's, yeah, it's how he rides that lizard thing. That's true. In, in well, either in way, how, Grogu. Um, he puts yeah. the rancor to sleep. <laughs> yeah, it's a really cute and then, moment. And then, and then, and he, he like goes sleep by him. He goes and takes a nap next yeah. to it. <laughs> but Grogu is a special case for Jedi in general because he's a Yoda species, which we still don't know what the species he's shown is called. to be. Just fucking and super. It's powerful. implied, heavily implied, that Yoda species, whatever they're called, have a really strong connection to the Force. Just oh, a yeah. natural connection. Yeah. And maybe that's why they live so long. I don't know. Maybe yeah. they. Like, I don't know Grogu if they'll explain is it. Especially powerful in the Force, just naturally. Yeah. Well, and Luke, as Luke mentioned, it's more like he's remembering than Luke is teaching. Yeah. Because uh, Grogu was at the Jedi Temple for decades before the Empire. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> like, you know. So yeah, no. Grogu is especially is especially powerful. Yeah, and he puts the Rancor to sleep, and you have a good moment with that. <laughs> um. And then that's that's the battle, pretty much. Yeah. And then you had this epilogue scene of uh, Boba just walking around Finnick Shan. It's kind of playing this like medieval music, like just he's yeah. walking around the city, Everyone's just like just rebuilding smiling, eating and fruit, being whatever. Happy with Boba being the leader, there is the scene where it shows Fennec uh, taking out the Pike leaders. Oh yeah, that scene. She takes out the she, Pike that leaders. Is so cool by herself. Like, hangs one of them. They really get to... Sh- that scene really shows... I mean, she's master assassin Fennec Shah. Yeah. That's showing her being a master assassin. Yeah. It was cool. That was... That was really no, yeah. Cool that was really, I, I love Fennec Shah. Um, yeah, she's great. I hope we see more of her, too. Oh, yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, she's a 
Boba Fett's like main lieutenant, like mm-hmm. you know, right hand man. Um, but yeah, Boba Fett's just walking around the village, just being Boba, yeah. being Tamora Morrison. Every even time he has to bow like, with his with his <laughs> right arm, he's like, "Why does it have to be the right arm?" And she's like, "Would you rather be being shot at?" He's like, his "She's back. like, why don't you step in the back to tank?" And he's like, "Oh, it's being used, and it's Cobb Vamp using it." Yeah. yeah. And I want to see more of this relationship between Cobb Vamp and Boba. Yeah. Because Cobb Vamp is the only other person to wear that armor. Yeah, no, that that would be pretty cool to see that. You know, and yeah. it seems that Cobb Vamp is going to get some kind of droid, some kind of upgrade, some kind of yeah. cybernetics. I hope we see more of him, too. He's cool. Yeah. No, I really, I love Timothy Oliphant. He's I, fun. Yeah, yeah. He's good. Anyway, uh, that sums up most of That sums it up. But yeah, I mean, it was again like the first few episodes started were slow. slow, not that bad. People were overreacting. I think they were okay. But then the last few episodes were just some of the best Star Wars. Yeah, no, yeah, definitely really good. Um, so yeah, uh, those last couple episodes, especially like some of the best Star Wars we've ever seen, and I love I love the Luke stuff. I love. And yeah, they finally give Boba Fett like the credit due, you know, him riding on the Rancor. It's awesome, and I love the Mando they get, stuff. They make him an actual character. Exactly, they make him character. I can't wait to see the yeah. new Mandalorian. I love yeah. the little kind of <laughs> well, not in credit scene, but the scene with uh, Mando and Grogu and the Naboo starfighter. Grogu's no, tapping on the. He's, he's like, no. He's like, fine, one more time. And then they go like sublight speed. <laughs> Grogu, freaks I love out. that. It's love just that. back to classic classic mando yeah um, they're back yeah it's good so i can't wait for mando season three but obi-wan kenobi holy shit we'll definitely cover that do you um, want to do you want to do this uh quick little quiz here i do want to do this quick quiz yeah so this and is, also look forward to like moon knight review and whatever oh absolutely i'm ex- yeah. i'm super stoked for that yeah um, so this is uh starwars.com how well do you know boba fett all right we'll do this and we'll end yeah. this shit all right. <laughs> number one who is Boba's father? Let's see the list. Owen Fett. <laughs> Owen. Wow. Django Fett. Django Fett. Maxim Fett. Or Anakin Skywalker. <laughs> what? Well, it's Django Fett. It's Django. <laughs> God. What is, what is Boba's th- homeworld? Tatooine, Mandalore, Zolan, or Kamino? There's only one reason I know this one. Because Boba's a clone. So. Well, yeah, yeah. It's, it's Kamino. Kamino. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what Jedi chase Boba and Jango from their home? Mm. Mm. Mace Windu, Obi-Wan Kenobi, okay. Anakin Skywalker, or Shaq? I feel like it was Obi-Wan. It was Obi-Wan. It's the scene where Battle Kamino uh, is where he Obi-Wan fights with Jango and Kamino. Well, yeah, that part in Lego Star Wars. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what name did the Kamo- Kaminoans give to Boba? Oh, I'm not sure about this. I don't know. Alpha, Omega, Delta, or Lil Jango? Is he Alpha? I don't know. Uh, it was Alpha. It was Alpha. I got it. Maybe he was the first clone. Maybe you were right earlier. What code name did Boba take for himself when he infiltrated the Endurance? Hmm. I don't know this. Uh, I'm going to go with... Windy, Bashful, Solo, or Lucky? Lucky. Oh, that was right. Lucky. Nice. Yeah, nice. <laughs> Who killed Boba's father? Oh, we know. Oh, we this. all know this. It was Count Dooku. Duh, no. no he hired him. It was Mace Windu. <laughs> a clone. If a clone killed Django, that would be the biggest disgrace. It's like a clone of yourself kills you. Yeah. An inferior version <laughs> of. 
Uh, yeah, it was Mace Windu. Bubba was, and also to- I heard Tamora Morrison would like Boba Fett to hunt down Mace Windu in the next season. That would be rad. If they brought him back. Oh, <laughs> that would be rad. But uh, I don't know. That doesn't feel like Boba's character now anymore. I don't think he really cares about revenge. I think he likes maybe, yeah. rolling over Tatooine and just having a family, having chilling a out. Yeah. Boba was hired to track or capture the following. Except, Except. the Millennium Falcon, Luke Skywalker, Han Solo, Asajj. Asaj he was never tra- uh, hunt, uh, set out to hunt Luke Skywalker. Oh, that is true. Oh, fuck. We were wrong. Oh, I was wrong. Must have been Asajj. Must have been Asajj, yeah. Uh, um, who originally claimed Boba Fett's armor after he escaped? But, although Sa- I will say, technically, he was never hired to track Luke. No, but Luke happened to be on the Millennium Falcon. Yeah, he was hired to track Han Solo. Yeah, yeah. And the Millennium Falcon. Who originally claimed Boba Fett's armor after he escaped the Sarlacc? The Jawas? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Which of these gadgets is missing from Fett's arsenal? Knee pad rocket launcher. No. Jetpack jet slash rocket launcher. Magnetically sealed chest plates. Flamethrower gauntlet. He doesn't use the flamethrower uh, with Boba Fett. But he does use it in Mandalorian. Oh, right. He does. Magnet- magnetically sealed chest yeah, plates? Yeah, it's that one, yeah. And uh, number 10. <laughs> this isn't really hard. What was the original purpose for the design that became Boba Fett's armor? Sith Lord, Stormtrooper, Rebel Disguise, Halloween. I think he was supposed to be like a super trooper. He was supposed to be like a stormtrooper, yeah. Like an elite. Yeah, we got it. So nine correct. We just got the one one wrong because I was an idiot on that one question. But (laughs) anyway, that was fun. Nine out of ten. See if you can beat us. Yeah, you you might be able to, especially not if you've a heard hard the quiz. answers already. Let's be real. Yeah, <laughs> we could have picked a harder. There's not that many Boba Fett quizzes. It's sad. Yeah, we could have picked a generic Star Wars one, but we want. But that's be no fun. Specifically about Boba Fett. Anyway, good show. Jolly good show. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. So go check out our Instagram if you like any of this. Give us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. Give us a rating on Spotify, no matter how controversial you think it is. <laughs> and yep. uh, check out our link tree for everything else. Yep. And uh, that's the episode. That covers it, yeah. That's our Boba Fett review. For the most part, we really liked it. Yeah, I, it was um, worth my time. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I don't watch new TV shows nowadays. This is the first new TV show I've watched. In I a will while. say, I don't know if we'll, we'll probably won't do a review on it, but I would check out um, Peacemaker. John Cena. I've heard it's good. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, James Gunn. It's a Suicide Squad like spinoff. But, anyways, that's it with the episode. It's going on long enough. We will <laughs> see you next week. And we're kind of a position now where we think we know what's coming out next week. Yeah. But it's still going to be a surprise. So Our schedule's all over the place, but... Because we backed up some stuff. You guys won't notice. You will not notice. (laughs) Don't even worry about it. So it's every Friday. Every Friday. That's all you need to know. (laughs) Well, anyways, yeah. Have a good morning. Have a good night. Have a good day. Whatever. Whatever. I don't care. No, we care. But whatever. Gosh. Gosh. Okay. And that's it. Roll that outro. Jesus. This is not a test. I repeat, this is not a test. The Odd Drunk Podcast recommends that you follow their Instagram and join their Facebook group for more fun content. To view all of our current available streaming and social media platforms, visit our link tree in the description below.
If you enjoy the show, it would be appreciated if you leave us a rating or a review on Apple Podcasts. Okay, Colton, you can roll the outro now.